Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, let's go, stinking genius. Let's go. Let's go. Let's what go. A what a day. Let's go. I think Danny G said it best when we yeah. got connected. Kind of exhausted from watching games. I'm salty. <laughs> oh, you're salty? Why? Yeah, I am. By the I'm way, salty. before you, you get out your saltiness, welcome to the show tonight. Thank you. We're, we're, well, I was going to say welcome back, Bobo, who has oh. made his triumphant return. Was he gone? Yes. For the last four shows, Bobo? Three shows? It's been three, and I can't believe you act like it just shows how senile you are. You literally have texted me every single Sunday, Arnie. Oh, I hate you. He's like the nice Arnie's the nicest dude on the planet, but for some reason he wants to make you think he's an alien. Exactly. Like I don't get it. It, 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 For these three hours, you just you just wanna hate, but then lo and behold, I mean, you'll check on us off the air. Oh, unless our teams are playing. Unless yes. our teams are playing. Then if our teams are playing, it's like, what happened? Oh, so, there was a uh, lot of saltiness here. My wife's a big Buffalo Bills fan. Oh, is that oh, what it is? Oh, my goodness. Well, welcome back, Bobo. Good to have you back. Danny G in the house. Steve DeSager on the wheels of uh, – on the updates. And we're pumped to have back our man uh, for the first time in two weeks, Matt Verderam, who I think will be in a much better place as if he's ever in a bad place. I was rooting against them. You were rooting against Matt Verderam's Chiefs tonight. Yeah, Why? Did you pick against them? No, I just root. Uh, I hate the Chiefs. I got you. Well, uh, so we'll talk to Matt, and we'll go to Vegas. We're going to head to Vegas, and we're going to talk to Todd Furman. But 
All right, lay out the saltiness, Artie. No, no, What's going I, I, just, on? I want to give you the ultimate jinx because you guys always call me the kiss of death and I'm the ultimate the mush. jinx. Yep. If, you, if you want the ultimate jinx, my wife and I first started dating in 1994. Okay. When the Bills went to the Super Bowl, right, 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 right before the Bills went to the Super Bowl, right? Since then, since when we got married, they've never been back. <laughs> That's it. I've, 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 I've ultimately jinxed them for the last, uh, what is it, uh, 28 years or something yeah. like that. Well, and, and in fact, in that run, yeah. since you and Beth got married, yeah. up until, what, three years ago, they'd won one playoff game. I know. <laughs> and my wife's blaming me. <laughs> it's all my fault. She goes, you're such a jinx. Look what you've done to my bills for 28 years. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, man. What a day. Where do we start? I mean, we got to start there, right? I don't know. Yeah. How is she doing? How are Bills fans doing tonight? A wellness check on our Buffalo well, fans. It, they're not that, doing well. I, considering I'm, I told I, I can't believe you just won the game. No, no, there's drops. I go, you won the game. Stop it. It's over. I even put it out on Twitter. Go Bills. I totally jinxed the hell out of them. She's, she's in a salty mood right now. She's not talking to me. She might not let you. Let that one go. Yeah, she's not going to let that one go. You might be in really big trouble here, Arnie. I didn't know I'd have that much power to – it was 12 (laughs) seconds left. How do you let them – I don't even – you know what? There there was so many plays, 13 seconds. I I can't even remember all of them. It's like all the plays in the last two minutes don't even count now, (laughs) uh, considering what happened in overtime and right before the overtime and the last – uh, the Kelsey catch, and it's like all a blur. I have to, like, rewatch the whole damn thing, you know? Your Twitter feed is fantastic. <laughs> What's going on? I, I, I mean, just not, not 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 like the mentions or anything. But uh, let's see. You call the Rams performance the biggest choke job in the history of sports. If they had lost, worse than the yeah, Falcons. Right, right. And then I I think was it about an hour ago when you had tweeted game over for the Bills, and then all of a sudden you tweeted wait. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, t- Tony Rowe was like, I don't think that's a catch. I don't think that's. I guess shut up, Tony. Did, yeah, Gosh. they did play that up a little bit near the they end. They did. Right? They got me all it excited. Was, I, and, I, and I thought to myself, I was shocked. Just real quick on that game. It's irrelevant. Okay. But I was shocked the confidence that Jim Nance had that was a catch. Because the only angle we had was from the – and, and again, maybe they had a great view of it. Maybe he has a great spotter. Right, I don't know. right. But I was like, man, they're celebrating pretty quick, and I'd like to well, see at I least a couple replays of it. I think they listened to the feed between New York and right. the officials. So maybe somebody's listening to the feed and gives them the thumbs up or thumbs down. Oh, unbelievable. I don't know. Um, I keep getting questions about why didn't the Bills squib kick. Yeah. I mean, I – The clock I hate... doesn't start until you touch the ball. But right. when you touch the ball, it would have chewed off – uh, well, if, if you just three. down the ball right there and yeah. then to choose off nothing, but then you're stuck back maybe at like your 20-yard line or something like well, that. Well, maybe if you're lucky. Yeah. But you squib. I mean, listen, I, I put this on Twitter and Sooner fans get it. Yeah. But when you talk about squib kicks, a lot of Oklahoma fans look back to the 2017 Rose Bowl against Georgia where they were dominating and then squib kicked right before halftime and the dopey kicker hit, hit one of the up men. And on the squib kit, they hit him, and Georgia kicked a field goal in the first half, and it changed everything. So a lot of things can go wrong. Yeah. But, man, Arnie, 
Be, be honest, that, by the way, be, and, and I know you. Uh, be honest, and I know you show up every every time we give you crap when your Sooners lose or your Raiders sure. lose. If 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 this is, if your Raiders lost a game like this, would you have oh, shown up? I don't think that I could have shown up. I don't think I, I, I might have yeah. said I need an hour. Yeah, I, I, I'll be I, here yeah. for an hour too. I just need I, an I, hour. maybe I'll tell our boss I'll do the last segment, <laughs> but that's about God. it. I can't do anything else. <laughs> hey, I, Scott, I'll do I the last segment. Yeah, that's it. I can't do anything. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to make you feel better, Bills fans. I'm watching the highlights right now. You can't. There's nothing to make you feel better. And Arnie, you know. You, you hit it on the head. I don't even know where to start with all the amazing plays, right? But they hit the fourth and, and what was that, fourth and 14? 14. Yeah. 14, I'm, gosh. I'm, I'm watching the highlights of it right now. There's 17 seconds left. You can't throw a better ball than Josh Allen threw for the touchdown. A dude that nobody had ever really talked about. And they're hugging on the of. sideline like, they, hey, we won, we won. I mean, four touchdown catches. In what everyone is calling a breakout day, uh, game for Gabriel Davis, and then the next thing you know, two plays, and and the Chiefs kick a game tying field goal. And by the way, you know I'm going to start this really early. You know after the divisional round playoff, I know this. Yeah. My gosh, you got to have a good kicker. You got to have a good special team. Oh my in the goodness, NFL now. you do, you do. I mean, I'm watching, but Butker missed one earlier, but that's not an easy kick, right? Um, you, you think about the Rams kicker today. You think about the pack. You think Robbie Gold last night for the 49ers. Wait. I mean, uh, Arnie, you, you think about the rookie McPherson for the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. They won both games because their kicker didn't miss a field goal yeah. in the two games. It's unreal. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I learned. Um, and I learned this a long time ago. I didn't have to wait till after today, but today just proves my point. Uh, prevent defense prevents you from winning. That's what. That's the only thing that does from you. Stop with the prevent defense. That used to be back in the eighties. You played prevent defense um, because the kicker you had to get like to the thirty yard line to to even maybe get a kick. Nowadays you don't even have to do that. Stop with the prevent defense. That's outdated. Well, and again, dumb dumb question here. Maybe the X and those yeah. guys can help me uh, out. Which is me. Okay. Well, well Arnie, yeah. I don't know if the Bills were in prevent defense. Whenever they gave up the slant uh, to Travis Kelsey, I think I looked like they were. No, that was. Tight. Um, are you talking about at the end of regulation? Yeah, I'm talking about okay. the end of regulation. Was it a prevent? I didn't think it was a prevent defense at all. No, they they were guarding the outside. They let him curl on in, and he was wide open for the for the slant there. Uh, well, uh, X and O's Arnie right here. Yeah. He hates coordinators. That's why I pointless. should be the defensive coordinator. Right. You would have had everyone on the inside, and then Ty- Tyree Kill would have ran right past you on the outside. I-, I don't know how you beat Kansas City. And I know the the funny thing is people are like, oh, Cincinnati just did it. Cincinnati did it uh, the the week 17 of the re- or the next to last week of the regular season when they got every single call that could go their way on a on a goal line situation about five different occasions. So yes, yeah, Cincinnati is good. It's a different animal when you're going into Arrowhead with a second year quarterback. I know Joe Burrow has ice in his veins, but listen, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Second yeah, it's part Kansas of this, City and the Rams. In the yeah, Super I mean, Bowl. the, the, the yeah. second part of this, Arnie, you just there were 13 seconds left in the game. Yeah. 13. Yeah. They're, that should be ball game. I mean, how the hell does that happen? I don't care how good you are. And maybe Patrick Mahomes is the greatest. I don't know. But what we just saw right there, it shouldn't happen. 
I, I don't mean, know do how else to put it. Explain how they put an extra second from seven back to eight, or do they just do that secretly? I'm just I, well, I'm, I'm just, it's like is I, it like is it like extra time in soccer? They just say three minutes. Here you go. We're well, not going to tell you how we did it. And again, that that's one thing that is. I'm not trying to be yeah, but guy. But let's remember, what you're seeing is not always the official marker oh. for the first down, and it's not but, always the official time. But for the last 20 years, it's been until today, right? Is that what you're going to tell me? It's never been for the last 20 years. It, I, no. I've, never, I've never seen the clock hit zeros, and someone said, oh, that's the wrong time. We've been keeping it here. It's really three seconds Do you not left. watch sports? It happens all Well, wait a minute. Hold on. we got to go check. Happens in the NBA all the time. Happens in the NFL all the time. Please reset the game clock to a minute 19. There's not a minute 17 left. It always happens. So, yeah, and one second. Okay, great. So he would have kicked the game-winning field goal with two seconds left I in the know, game I instead know. of I'm three. I know, I'm just saying. I just don't like the whole, the whole thing. You just don't like the Chiefs because you like tried to Chiefs. bury them. You tried to say it was over. I think you used the uh, – Patrick Mahomes isn't who we thought he was. Yeah. And now, lo and behold, he's giving you the middle finger. Wow. And he's taking the Chiefs to the AFC Championship game for the fourth straight season. Every single year, he's been the starting quarterback for the Chiefs. They've gone to the AFC Does Championship Does that mean since that he's not playing that game, they forfeit? I'm just I would. I wouldn't show okay. up. I'm like, we're out. We don't want to get embarrassed. Listen. That's it. We've had a good season up till now. We're just going to leave on a good note is what they're Yeah, we say. saw that 50-burger that got yeah. put on a couple of weeks ago. Go. Uh, who put 50 on? Oh, the Bills did a couple weeks ago, or nearly did against the Patriots. We're not going to risk it. I, you guys have a good run of the season. I would Bowl. say congratulations to all the Bengal fans out there, but I don't think I know any Bengal fans. Oh, I do. They're yeah. fired up, man. How dare, how dare you question the Bengals going into this matchup okay, with I didn't the know Kansas that. City Chiefs? I didn't know all oh, three of them. Yeah. What are you doing? What? What? Did you do a show with Furman or something this weekend? Are you Furman's trying to not, yeah, no, rile up all the Bengal fans? Yeah. There's one, right? There's, yeah. there's one Bengal fan. No, he just lives out there. I don't think he's oh, a okay. real Bengal fan. Well, regardless, it'll be a fun night because there is so much to get to and unpack from just one game, from just the night game. And then, Arnie, we had the early game uh, between Tampa Bay and the Rams. And, again, I had the pleasure of getting to listen to this game. I went old school. I was radio in on this game. And it was fantastic because I think I tried to quit on this game about five or six times. I said I was going to quit Brady my job. I said I will quit my job when it was 27-3. I go, it's over. No way they go. I go, I'll quit my job if they come back and win this. Were, were you doing like a fake radio show in your living room or something? No, or I was telling we, my wife. I was, oh, okay. I was, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, who are you saying you're going to quit? Yeah, I'm sure your wife would love that knowing yeah. the run that you've been on recently. Oh, you're going to quit your job? Great. You want to say it with 13 seconds left and ruin it for the Bills, too? I got to tell you something. The conversation that comes out of both the, I guess you could say, the NFC games, unfortunately won't be about the two teams that pulled it off, right? It's not about the Niners, and it should be a little bit more about Stafford and the Rams. But it's about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady because the day started with this could be it for Tom Brady. And then everyone in Tampa made us, oh, we've known this all season long. I was like, well, I, I, I haven't heard much about do, it, but I don't. Do we see Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers play the last game? Do you think Tom Brady? Do you think it makes a difference had Tom Brady been blown out of this game or the way he no. lost this away? I, I, I don't know if that would have mattered at all. Do you? Okay. Oh, I thought maybe like he was getting blown out and 
um, you know, he says to himself, ah, that's it. I had enough. I, I just don't have any more. We lost 34 to three. We're so far behind the, you know, everybody else. And we've got terrible cab space next year I'm, or, or whatever. I'm, I'm done. That's it. I, I'm going to have to walk away. But now that it was close, he's going to say, hey, we, we still have the magic. Mm-hmm. I still have it. Like, I, I can't walk out like this. I got to come back for one more year. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too much into See, it, but that's the way I'm thinking. I, okay. I, I do. That's an interesting angle. Let's get into that coming up a little bit later on in the show because there's a part of me that thinks if you wanted to go out on top, probably should have walked away last year because the more right, you continue right. to, to keep coming back, the, the more wear. I don't care how incredible your diet is. The more wear on your body, Arnie, the worse you're going to get. But m- maybe so. Maybe he does try to come back for another year. But we'll go in depth on that as the show rolls on. For now, it's all about the winners. The AFC and NFC championship game is set. Rams, Niners in L.A. next Sunday. Chiefs, Bengals in Kansas City. We're all in breaking it down tonight with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Mike check. Mike check. check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Chiefs, first down and goal to go. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. Caught by Kelsey! Touchdown! Kansas City! Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey on a push fade comeback, and the Chiefs have won this incredible divisional playoff game in overtime. I think I like that. Push fade comeback. Welcome back to Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. Joining us from Fan Sighted is our man Matt Verderam. Boy, it's kind of wild to think about where some people were as it pertains to the Chiefs about, oh, I don't know, through the first seven weeks of the season. Uh, Matt, a lot of credit, though, to this defense that really righted the ship and got healthy and persevered even without Tyron Matthew tonight. Or at least tried to. I got to tell you. I don't know how much credit I'm giving that defense. It's basically like a speed bump at the end of the game. But they, I mean, how about in the whole turnaround of the season? And not just tonight, but going back to week seven. Yeah, no, 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 for sure, for sure. Defensively, they've been much better as the year's gone on. They lost Matthew. And they, they didn't have Rashad Fenton. I know people will say, oh, who, you know, who cares? He matters to them. Because when yeah. he's not there, Mike Hughes is there. Mike Hughes struggled in coverage tonight. He got beat repeatedly. Um, and Fenton is solid. He's, not an, he's never going to be an all-pro. He's a player. With that game, 
that game will always be remembered, and it's going to be remembered for the two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I, I just going at it, you know, thinking about it, and I, I, I pride myself and try to you know, think of history. That game's going to be, I think, remembered in that same category as that 81 Chargers-Dolphins game. Wow, where it's yeah. it's just back and forth and huge plays and these two great teams. Like, you know, everybody forgets the Chargers lost the next week, ironically, to the Bengals in the AC title game. Um, but I, I think it's going to be remembered in that pantheon of just all-time where-were-you-when type of game. Yeah, I want to ask Matt, the Chiefs fan, what were you thinking with 13 seconds left in the game? Uh, hope we just still had timeouts, but um, gosh, they, they just they screwed the whole thing up, you know? No, I mean, look, the, the, the fan in me grew up rooting for them. I I thought it was over. I mean, I'd be a liar for saying anything else. I just I thought when they scored with Hill with a minute left, I thought, okay, look, they're not they're not out of the woods, but. That's that's not a ton of time, even with three timeouts, go seventy five yards. And it's that arrowhead. It's hard to hear. You know, it's hard to go. Hurry up! And the Bills just, to Allen's credit, was just effortless in, in, in driving them up and down the field late in the game. So thirteen seconds left. I mean, you're looking at that thing. First of all, Butker, who's an excellent kicker, was awful all night. And you're thinking, all right, well, they've at least to have any shot here. Got to go thirty five yards instead of a fifty eight yard field goal. Right. And. All of a sudden, like two plays later, they're they're inside fifty yard field goal. I mean, it was like they just. I think if you're the Bills, like there's a lot of you know when you lose a game like that, there's a million things you look back on and go, oh shoot, on this different. Sure, that that play was different. That plane ride, everybody's going to be sitting there thinking, how did we let them go forty five yards in ten seconds? Uh. I mean, you just can't like. And to Kelsey and Hill, like it would have been bad enough if Demarcus Robinson makes a great play, like. How do you let those two guys unchecked? I mean, both of them were wide open. Just go right down the field and get the tie. And you knew once the coin toss went to Kansas City, that was probably it. The yeah, way that I game know, was going. I know. And that's it. You know, it's interesting, Matt, because um, I kind of sit back and I question, okay, then how? And everyone wants to bring up, oh, well, the Bengals beat him and this team beat him. But think about this. In a, in a clutch situation – how do you beat this team? I mean, 13 seconds left in the game. I know they had all three of their timeouts, so everyone wants to joke, ah, oh, it took Dak Prescott longer, blah, blah, blah. I mean, what, right, right. what What? do you do? I mean, it's almost one of those things to where Kansas City isn't dead until you see the zeros on the clock right now. Well, look, I think it's, first of all, I mean, if you want to be perfectly correct about it, I mean, the only quarterback that's beating him in a playoff game is Brady. He's done it twice. Mm. I mean, it, nobody else beats him. And, and, and the one game was, a reversal of this game where they just didn't get the ball in overtime. And if they had they probably would have won that game. So um, I, I really think with the Chiefs, you've got to, you've got to play perfect football. You do. You just have to play a perfect game. And, and I thought the Bills, for much of the night, at least from an offensive standpoint, no, yeah, I had to punt a few times or whatever, but they, they didn't turn the ball over. They didn't take a lot of penalties. They, they did what they had to do. Allen was spectacular. They they needed ultimately with 13 seconds left to just do what you should do and okay you hold them to 20 30 yards the hell Mary you run off the field victorious and I thought the biggest mistake they made was backing up you, against them I've watched the Chiefs my whole life obviously I've seen Mahomes every game the worst thing you can do against them is back up 
they're just begging for it. And they they took all that space. They ate it up. They had the timeouts. They called two of them, and Buckers the field goal. And all of a sudden, you get the ball in overtime, and it's like, well, <laughs> it's almost a fate to complete at this point. They're going to score, and they did. What's at what's stake for Kansas City? Because they're one and one. Now they're going to go back. If they go back, they'll they'll have three straight Super Bowls. They go one and two. They're going to be like the Buffalo Bills two point maybe. You know. Well, I mean, they won one. Like I, you know, they, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I'll say this. I'll put it this way. I mean, I think I understand the point though. If if they get to the Super Bowl, which is an Burrow's playing lights out, and the Bengals are really, yep. I, I think, yep. very good. But if the Chiefs win, they get there. They're going to be favored no matter who they play. If they play the Niners, I think they'd be fairly significant favorites. If they play the Rams, I don't think they'd be huge favorites, but I think they would be favorites. Um, if they lose, they're still this unbelievable team, but I think you're left longing a little bit. Like, they probably should have won that one. They probably, You know, last year I don't think anybody really kills them for it. They were really beat up. Brady's Brady. Like, it happened. If they were to lose to Stafford and Garoppolo, not that those two teams aren't very good, but – I do think there'd be a little bit of like, ah, uh, really? Like that—that that one got away from them. Where um, if they win it, are they a dynasty? I—I I mean, I feel like you kind of have to win consecutive ones to be a dynasty. But you went to three, you won two, you've been to four AFC title games all at home, you've won six straight division titles. Like you're in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Hey, hey Matt, well, I, I, a couple more. We'll let you get out of here. Um, yep. you know, first postseason in NFL history, four games featuring a game-winning score. We're going to try not to allow this show to become what's next for Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. It's inevitable <laughs> in our news cycle. But I, I want to start with this. Arnie doesn't care about coordinators. They don't matter to him. They matter a lot to me. How much more is ramped up in the importance of special teams after watching what these kickers have done this weekend and how it truly cost the Packers a game on Saturday? It's ramped up in Green Bay. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, oh, my God. I had a buddy at the game who was a Niners fan. He's still surfing on cloud nine after that. But, um, you know, look, in the playoffs, when you're in these tight games, and we all know it, these games come down to a play here and a play there. And it sounds cliche and it's lazy and out, but it's true. Like, it really yeah. – in the end, look, if Butker doesn't miss two kicks, the Chiefs don't even have to do everything they did at the end. They would have just won. You know, like, it turns out to end up being a, a footnote because who cares? They won the game and you move on. But I think, I think in the end, you know, you look at – even the Rams today. I mean, Matt Gay misses a 47-yard field goal short. Like, how the hell? 47 yards short. I mean, it was just, it was a bizarre day. And the Bengals, hey, they drafted McPhee. Well, it worked out. They drafted because he's been saving their bacon. Yeah. Um, in the end, it all matters. If you're the Packers, you're physically sick. Although, I will say, look, you, you, you had a horrid special teams unit all year. It, it bit you in the rear end at the worst possible time. If you're the MVP of the league, you, you got to score more than 10 points. You just do. I don't care if they're doubling Adams. I mean, come on. You saw two quarterbacks tonight who were out of their minds. And you're out there with, you know, 21 targets to Adams and, and, and to Jones and, and six to everybody else. Matt, what happened, by, by the way, because I don't remember all that much, but what happened in the – how did Cincinnati beat Kansas City the first time? Uh, Jamar Chase had 266 yards received. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, I think that was, that was part of the reason. So that'll be interesting to see how the Chiefs adjust there. And Burrow had like 445. And the crazy thing in that game was, truthfully, it was a game where 
you know, Kansas City was up. They scored 28 points in the first half. They were playing 17, and they ran a kickoff back with 30 seconds to go in the half. And just and rightfully so, got called back on a hold. That was a way for the play. It had no impact on the play. It would have scored. Get called back. And then Mahomes throws what would have been a 70-yard pass in the air to Tyree Kill at the four-yard line, and he dropped it. And then the game kind of just went a little sideways. There's some penalties toward the end and whatever else. But I'll tell you, look, anybody who thinks the Bengals are just some rollover in this game, Mm-mm. like the Chiefs are favorites, and yeah, they probably should win the game. The Bengals are going to show up. Like I, I would be shocked if Kansas City just absolutely steamrolls them. I do not think that's going to happen. Yep. It's a fun day, wow. fun night. Matt's going to have a Twitter spaces for diehard football slash chief fans to jump in on at Matt Verderam on Twitter. We uh-huh. appreciate your time, Matt. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Thanks, Matt. At Matt Verderam on Twitter. Go follow him. Check He's him out. happy. Read him on fan side. And, oh, as is every Kansas City Chief and L.A. Ram fan today. So to recap it all, Steve Sager is in the house. What's going on, Steve? Wow. That's what, what? I got to say. Wow. Wow is correct. I mean, Arnie says that, I mean, one or two times over the years. It Not actually applies. It applies tonight. Kansas City wins in overtime after the Rams win on the last second field goal. I love that Sports Center stat tonight that if you compare this weekend to last weekend, because I mean, how did the Chiefs tie the game tonight? They had a drive. I emphasize that word, a drive of 13 seconds where they got the tying field goal. In other words, the game tying drive in Kansas City tonight actually took up less time than Dak Prescott's run to end the game last weekend because that was the last 14 seconds on the clock. The Chiefs got off three plays in 13 seconds and tied it with the 49-yard field goal. Mahomes' 19-yard completion, timeout. Mahomes' 25-yard completion, timeout. The field goal from a guy who had missed a 50-yarder at the end of the first half hits from 49 at the end of the second half, and they wind up winning in overtime. So what a weekend, and... My goodness, what a conclusion to the four games this weekend in the NFL playoffs. So the combined margin of victory in the four games was only 15 points total. Mm, Wow. Mm, Smallest of any divisional round. And here we had all the blowouts in the wild card weekend. There had already been three playoff games this postseason, decided by at least 20 each. We were already looking at the records. Most blowouts in a single postseason, five, 20 years. And then we get this weekend. So just incredible. And Josh Allen is out, even though... The numbers he put up in these two games, it was just astounding. Uh, it, in two games, over 770 yards, nine touchdowns, no turnovers, and he's out. He didn't get to touch the ball in overtime, although, as I pointed out on the previous show, Patrick Mahomes a few short years ago didn't get to touch the ball in overtime either against the Patriots, and uh, the competition committee said no to changing the rule then. But Next Gen Stats had a good item on on Josh Allen, who's this wasn't dink and dunk. I mean, they were so successful in these two games and throwing the ball downfield. They looked at his stats from these two games just on the passes that went at least 10 yards in the air downfield. On those, 18 of 21, over 450 yards, and eight touchdowns on those throws, which is the most touchdown passes in any two-game stretch on the 10 air yard throws in the five years that next gen has been doing stats. So he had a phenomenal two games Mm. and he's out and you wind up a 42 36 Kansas city victory over Buffalo Patrick Mahomes, four total touchdowns, including the game winning pass. But each team had five touchdowns from scrimmage and neither team had a turnover to say this was greatness is an understatement and crisp and all of that. AP says, in this whole Super Bowl era, 
We'd never had a playoff game with five touchdowns each from scrimmage and no turnover. Even in the regular season, only three times that it ever happened in these last 55-plus years. And then you had the battle of these two quarterbacks who could be battling each other for many years, for all we know. I mean, you had a quarterback tonight do something that's literally never happened in NFL history. A quarterback that led their team in rushing in the game and rushed for at least 65 yards and had no interceptions and passed for over 300 yards and had at least three touchdown passes and completed 70% of their passes. Each quarterback did that tonight, and no quarterback had ever done that in playoffs or regular season in NFL history. Wait till Tua does it next year. These two quarterbacks were the leading rushers on their teams. It was just... To call it an instant classic is almost an understatement. Uh. So the Chiefs will host next Sunday's AFC Championship game, 3 p.m. Eastern time against the Bengals. The Rams will be hosting San Francisco at next Sunday's NFC title game on Fox TV, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Rams won 30-27 at Tampa Bay on a last-second field goal, a 30-yarder set up by passes to Cooper Cup with about 30 seconds left. The Bucks had trailed 27-3 mid-third quarter, tied the game in the final minutes, and still lost. In the NBA late game, Golden State 94-92 winners against Utah. Klay Thompson was out with a sore knee. Steph Curry from three-point range, one of 13, and the Warriors still won as Donovan Mitchell was out again with a concussion. Minnesota beat Brooklyn. Miami over the Lakers. Orlando beat Chicago. And Boston got a win at Washington as Jason Tatum scored 51 points in 33 minutes today. He also had 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 turnover. Back to you. Yeah, thanks, Steve. This is going to be one of those nights where about every single segment, Arnie, we'll have another number that pops up. We're like, whoa, that's just incredible. Which, by the way, speaking of things that were incredible, you talked about every so often something from that Bills-Chiefs game. You, you, you remember, it's like, oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I completely yeah. forgot about the dumb fan that ran on the field. Yeah, well, th- that was uh, what, the, and he was hit by one of the players, right? Stephon Diggs absolutely <laughs> took him out. <laughs> now, uh, uh, again, I I do not appreciate TV networks not showing us this. Right. I mean, it's still all over social media. But what is this dude thinking? I mean, in some crucial moment, He's going to kill all the momentum for his Chiefs, and he's going to run out there. I can't stop watching. This video has literally been up for 40 minutes. It already has a million views. Oh, That's so pretty incredible. I haven't seen the – so you oh. actually see the hit then is what you're telling me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send oh, it to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you watch during the break. Field Yates has it on his Twitter feed, and apparently um, some dude who is probably in just taping the game named Carl Fugate on Twitter is where it originated from. Yeah, not bad. A million views in like 40 minutes. But wow. Uh, wow. Th- there is, before we get to Twitter and before we hit the post, we have so many tweets depth, today. We got oh a lot of goodness. tweets, a lot of tweets. But w- we have to have the discussion. We have to have the overtime discussion here to wrap up this yeah. segment. Where do you stand? Does something need to be changed? What, what are you going to do? What do you, I mean, are we, we going to go back to the days where there was the coin flip and you took it down and you kicked the field goal and, Make it, and you won the game? Then we'd really be screaming bloody murder. I'm, I'm well, still we okay with it. I'm, I'm still okay um, with the way we have it right now. I don't want to change. I don't know what to change it to. So how about um, this? How yeah. about a f- in in you keep the same rules in the regular season, but in the playoffs, it's a fifth, ten minute quarter. Well, I mean, I know the quarters are 15, but you try, and it's 10 minutes. So that way, you know, you'd feel pretty good about ensuring 
at least an opportunity no, 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 no. for Don't why like not? that. Don't like that at all. What's what would be wrong with an extra quarter? The clock the clock should not be a, a factor uh when we go into overtime. Then make it fifteen? No, just you you keep it the same way it is right now. You can't. What are you going to do? It's going to go back and forth for a whole other uh, quarter? Is that what you're going to sure. tell me? Why not? I mean, would no, you turn no, it off? No, no. And then what happens if it's tied after that quarter? You're going to play a whole other quarter? Then you go into sudden death. Next no, team no. that scores. No, I'm, you got to keep it the way it is. I mean, it just it just left a bad taste in our mouths because Buffalo never got to touch the ball, but that's just the way it is. Yeah, what if you do it like if they don't make it, then they have like a kickoff. Like the Yeah, there you go. You have a field goal at, off yeah. or a like two-point conversion like off. 10, 10 yards or, you know, seven <laughs> yards. Or like a home run contest, I just, yeah. I don't like the tie. Like the tie has always yeah, bothered no. me, like always. They, they need to do something. To fix that, to stop it or something. I don't so know. So don't make it just a postseason thing. You say all the way through. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe they get, like, they call Arnie to run, like, 50 yeah. yards or something. And if he makes it the whole 50 yards without losing his breath, Bills then, uh, they, yeah, his team wins. What, uh, so you're fine with this. Yeah, I am. You're not in on the Twitter rage. Your, no, your mindset is rage. play no. some defense and get the ball back. Yeah, exactly. I I know there's going to be rage if you're a Buffalo fan, and a lot of people want a Buffalo to win if they didn't have a dog in the fight. But I mean, they, we can't keep changing the rules every time something comes up. There's other rules I'd rather change, like the one that when the ball goes out of the out of the end zone before we start changing the overtime rule. Well, here's by the way, how thing, long have we had this overtime rule? Well, they just changed it a couple years ago, where you have to score the touchdown, right? Uh, in More order to not allow ago, the other team to have a yeah. field goal. I think it was, and it, and it happened. After the Chiefs got hosed by this rule, whenever Tom Brady and the Patriots, so I got to go backwards here at 22, 20, 20, and it was like 18 whenever Tom Brady and the Patriots um, tied the game in regulation and then won it in overtime on a field goal. Right. And then the rule changed to, well, if, if you kick a field goal, the other team gets a possession. So I don't know if there's another evolution of that or if we've got it right now where, hey, if you score a touchdown, it's game over. If not, the other team gets a possession. No, I, I, I can't. I, I like the way you have it right now. You, okay. you get the field goal. You hold them to the field goal. That's fine. All you have to do is keep them out of the end zone, which most of the time isn't too tough, So, um, except when you're playing Kansas City, for crying out loud. Well, I, I don't think the numbers back you up on that, but, again, it's going to be a show littered with numbers. So we'll dive into it next, plus your tweets. at stinking genius one. That's Arnie. I'm at Plank Show. Everybody hit us up at Fox Sports Radio. You're next here with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We mentioned throughout the night we'll have these crazy numbers from the weekend and the games that will be sprinkled in with Arnie and Plank on a Fox football Sunday. Here's one. Yeah. The combined margin of victory across all four games this weekend was 15 points. It's the smallest combined margin of victory in divisional round history. Wow. Yeah. And wow. <laughs> Josh Allen was 9-0 and calling coin tosses this season. I he was 0 for 2 yeah. today. Yeah, I just saw <laughs> that. Field Yates. What a killer that is. So, okay, then here's a question since we've – We've opened the Pandora's box. It is the overtime discussion here real quick yeah. to end hour one. Should the college game adopt the NFL policy? Uh, is it good to have two separate ideas? I don't mind two separate ideas for overtime. I don't, I'm not in this category of, oh, it needs to be changed. It's just when something like this happens, everyone loses their mind. I think it's okay to have two separate types of overtime. I don't think it has to be a one-size-fits-all. I'm not crazy about the college overtime, to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm, I'll go along with it, um, but I'm not too crazy about it. So, um, you know, but it, it's it's better than what they – I, I kind of like going for the two points. What is it, after the second touchdown? So I, Correct. I, yeah, I do like that going on, but I'm, I'm not crazy about the whole process about the 25-yard line and stuff. Uh, here's Snake from New York that writes – I don't like the idea of an extra period if it's tied after regulation. Yeah, exactly. I think overtime being sudden death is vital to overtime. That's, that's what I want to say. And Brad says the rule change Mr. Plank is referring to took place in 2012. Incorrect. In memory serves me right. It was Brett Favre getting eliminated one year in the playoff overtime game and didn't touch the ball that caused this rule change. It was Patrick Mahomes not touching okay. the ball okay. that led to the change. Come on, do you, you don't remember, we did the show. It was literally four years ago where we did the show, and they played the Chiefs, the, pa- the Patriots did, and the Pats kicked a game-winning field goal on the first drive, and the Chiefs never touched the football. Yeah, I thought it was longer than that for some reason. I don't know then why. Then why wouldn't the Chiefs have the football after the Patriots yeah. kicked the field yeah. goal, Arnie? No, no, you're right. No, I just thought it was longer. That's all. God, you want to argue about everything? No, I'm going um, with you on this. Yes, I'm going with you. But no, the, the interesting thing is, and J- Jeff Schwartz, our buddy here at Fox Sports Radio, tweeted it moments ago. The interesting thing about it is the Chiefs are actually the team that had been all in on wanting to change the overtime rules in 2019. In fact, they, they went and had a. Um, I guess it was a proposal that guaranteed each team a possession in response to their loss of the Chiefs in the AFC Conference Championship game. The Chiefs' proposal was shot down. It didn't have the support. So they their idea was, hey, let's guarantee each team has a possession. Yeah, but if you get it second, you have an unfair advantage. But then if you know the uh, team that gets it first scored a touchdown, you get four downs now. Ah, welcome to the college football world. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's how it is, right? That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. how it is in college yeah. football. Uh, but I appreciate you, Brad. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the tweet. Uh, <laughs> I laughed so hard at this during the break. 
Uh, UCLA Dodger Frank is on fire tonight. He writes, I bet NFL Network has a six-hour pregame show next week, and they'll find a way to mention that Clayton Kershaw and Matthew Stafford's friendship <laughs> was a childhood one. Yeah, I, I think that gets brought up every single time right. Matt Stafford <laughs> By the way, the read read dogs, because uh, I do get a lot of credit for this. I, I said that uh, three of the games would come down the last second field goals. Well, I mean, by by that point, had, oh, by oh, you're talking about Saturday's show. I yeah, was going to yeah. say by that point, had two of them already come down to field goal. Yeah, but you're no, right no, during I, the day. I was filling in for Joy Taylor on Saturday, and I said three would come down to last second field goals, and um, I had the Rams beating the Buccaneers on the last second field goal. It's funny. There's like 26 great tweets that I've liked. Yeah. And that's the one that you're like, oh, you better read this one right yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, that's the one. I, yeah, matter of fact, I better like that one, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you better like that one. Yeah. Uh, Casey Sly writes, my thing is why did Buffalo boot the ball into the end zone on the kickoff before the game-tying field goal? No time used up, plus the defense had two timeouts, didn't that, need the right. sidelines. They're right. He, everybody's I, okay. right about that. I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. What are you going to run? Two seconds off the clock when they get down? You probably give them five to ten yards more, and KC still had three timeouts. Put it through the back of the end zone. At least you make it 75. Well, I guess in that case, 25 plus 20. You make it at least 50 yards. They've got to go in 13 seconds. This whole idea that they lost the game when they didn't squib it is ridiculous. They lost the game when they didn't touch Travis Kelsey off the line of scrimmage. No, but now we're trying to think how to get every second off the clock with those 13 right. seconds left. When you really shouldn't have to think like that, 13 seconds should be little enough to win the game, you know? Period. Period. I don't care who's on the other side, but somehow – Buffalo had a breakdown, and Kansas City finds a way to exploit it. I mean, I, I'm just I'm in awe right now. We we have we have this idea. Boy, everyone has this different idea of when the overtime rule changed. I just got this from Colin that writes: Wasn't the <laughs> overtime rule changed because of Peyton Manning not getting the ball? No. Listen to the show. Iowa basic skills. Let's go. But I'm I'm just I'm sitting here and I'm watching all these highlights and I'm going all through it already. How do you stop this team? They 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 tied the game in 13 seconds. Uh. It's almost impossible. All right, hour one in the books. Your wow. tweets and our man Todd Furman coming up in hour two as we recap the divisional weekend right here on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, uh, hour two. Let's go. go to Vegas. Let's go. Good. You guys are paying attention. I've learned from the great Big Ben Maller that sometimes they got to test you. And the overtime change when both teams got possession. Yeah. Actually was in 2012. They shortened yes. it from 15. Why are you saying yeah like you knew? Well, because I, I knew that was it, but the, you, you, I you didn't want to fight with you. Yeah, that's But right. I told you, I go, I, I don't think that's true. Everyone. Yeah. Um, so here's like the laundry list of changes that have taken place. And by the way, I will admit, I completely forgot that the Patriots scored a touchdown to beat the Chiefs in 2000. What was that? 18, 19, whatever it was, 18 season, 19 postseason, whatever. Um, both teams have the opportunity to possess the ball. We know that, right? It gets crammed down our throat incessantly every single time you see the overtime rule. But field goal, other team gets the ball, touchdown, ball game over. So 
basically in 2017, yeah. they changed the rules from 15 to 10. In 2012 was the field goal um, allowed ah. both teams to have a possession. Yeah. So, good. You guys paying attention. I'd like to see that you're listening. Want to test you every now and well, then. You should be fired for that, but go ahead. Why is that? You don't want to make sure I tried to tell you it was attention? a long time. I said I, I really thought it was way before that. You're like, nah, you just want to argue. <laughs> it was the Vikings lost to the Saints. Yeah, that's um, what I thought. So it goes back a minute, right? We're going back almost a decade here. So I guess the question then permeates. From that, do we see any more attempts to get things changed again? Here in this 22 You're never going to make it. Are we trying to get it to 50-50 even? Is that what this is about when it when it gets to overtime, that it's got to be exactly 50? Because even when you call the coin flip, it's not 50-50. Some people say, I, I just don't know how you're going to make it exactly even. It's just never going to work like it's that. It's never going to work that way. No. It's no. never going to work. You're never going to have a situation where everyone comes away happy. I dig the college overtime rule for college. Right, I like the right. NFL overtime rule for the NFL. Right. There's certain minor nuanced differences between the NFL and, and the college game. Well, obviously, pass interference is much different in the NFL than it is in college. But there's – I mean, I I don't want the NFL to have college's overtime rule, and I don't want the college game to have the NFL's overtime rule. Well, that's because rule. the kicking is not as good in college, so you can get right. away with starting it at the 25-yard line, which I'm okay with. I, again, it just happened that they scored. Uh, how many times – see, I'm going to make you do your homework today. How many times has it gone where, uh, uh, since the rule change that somebody won it on that first possession? I think it's been – Probably quite a few. What is it, Steve? Really? Seven of the 11, the past decade go. plus, have gone. Seven of 11 have, have just ended gone? on a first drive touchdown, according to AP. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> Seven of the 11. Are, are you okay. serious? Yeah. I saw that earlier and I thought, that doesn't seem right. That, that doesn't seem right high. at all. Because that was your, you, you said that earlier. You're like, oh, I'm willing to bet the numbers this and the numbers that. And yeah. then well, behold, Breeze, realize, didn't, Oops. Breeze didn't touch the ball in that overtime, right? That's right. And Mahomes didn't touch the ball in the overtime. And today, Josh Allen didn't touch the ball in the overtime. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess the bottom line here more than anything else is the NFL doesn't want it to change because they don't see it as a problem. Right, and right. whenever the Chiefs brought up this proposal in 2019 to ensure that every team got a possession, uh, it was shot down pretty substantially. It was shot down from what I remember. That that everybody should have a possession. It didn't make it out of committee, as I yeah. recall. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, here. Someone sent it to you. A 28-4 to 4 vote changed it in 2012. It got shot down by a similar number whenever they tried to change it in 2019. So there you go. Uh, appreciate... All of you paying attention and knowing the rule book almost as good as Jim Nance. Gosh, we have a bunch of referees out there. Well, listen, there's two things. There's two things that you can guarantee that people will yeah but you on. And the number rules. one is the rules. And number two is the rules. Everyone may, has I, a memory of something in the rules. I may go become an NFL ref. I can see how much trouble they're having in the playoffs. I'm, I think that might be my calling. I th- okay. You don't have the stamina to run up a yeah, I, but So what? They don't either. They don't you either. You wouldn't make it to the line of scrimmage like that poor dude trying I just, to chase down from behind the I just the don't like to referee the cold the games. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be like, let's hurry up this game. It's too cold out here for me. Well, okay. Um, well, I didn't really think it was bad officiating. There were 10 combined penalties in the Patriots-Chiefs game. 10. I mean, right, I don't remember right. a penalty that I looked at and thought, wow, that shouldn't have been called. In fact, 
I was surprised there were there were so few penalties late. There were eight penalties between the Bengals and the Titans the day before. I mean, I, I, I'm pulling up the numbers. Well, while Tampa we speak. Bay, even with all the personal fouls, I was yeah. expecting a hundred plus yards and yeah, penalties. They missed, four. They missed some calls. Four for Sager. each team today. What about Tom Brady getting hit in the mouth with yeah. the bloody mouth? Okay. And then Tom Brady oh, picking up. So oh, Tom Brady five and four. From that. Tom Brady picking mouth. up his very first unsportsmanlike conduct. Uh, a penalty oh, in so his then career. If you, if you add one penalty, that would have deleted the other. Because Brady wouldn't have argued. So there still, it would, be, it would be only uh, the eight total penalties. Right. So you, it's just it's wild to me. I, this is going to sound corny, and I can't think of any other way to put it, but how well played these games seem to be. I mean, I, you watch any game during the regular season. Um, I mean, hell, think about the Raiders and the um, Cowboys game. On that Thursday in Dallas, I mean, it, there were a hundred penalties in that game. There were five penalties apiece on the Niners and the Packers. I mean, you can get on officiating all you want, and there were some mistakes made in the wild card round, that, which is what everybody's still thinking about, right. of course. But yeah. man, I thought I thought the four games this weekend. Sure, there's going to be some missed calls. It's the NFL. Um, even like on incomplete passes that were called complete, Arnie, right away, if if it's very, very obvious. You've got NFL ringing down to take care of it. I mean, I love I, – I thought we had some cleanly played games today, and that's fun. I don't no, want to see a yeah. game decided by a whistle. No, of course not. Nobody ever wants to go ahead and see that. It was just so bad the weekend before that, uh, you know, it still has a stigma. Two, two, what was it one or two crews weren't allowed to go ahead and go out to the next round? I, I know it was at least one. Maybe at least one. Yeah. yeah, the one that was on the Raiders-Bengals game. Which, by the way, if the Raiders would have moved on, they'd be playing in the AFC Championship game. There's no doubt in my mind. No All doubt. Right. No Let doubt. me hit a, a couple of tweets here. Uh, anything else you want to add to that, DeSager, before we hit Twitter.com? That kind of caught no, your No, I just want to emphasize the truth, whether you know Mr. Vermont believes it or not. There have been 11 overtime games since they put the new rules in place for the 2010 postseason. Seven of the 11 have ended in a first-drive touchdown. End quote, Associated Press. I'll Period. do my own research on that. 11 overtime games in how many You years? will never be able to research years. that in the next two hours. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I, I'll I'll do it for you. I've, I'm a little bit of a quick clicker, and yeah. I'll just back it up so you can feel better about it, even though my Me research too. has been so spot on. You were wrong last time. I'm taking your word. You were just wrong. Apparently. I, no, right. I, I knew. I was testing everyone. I wanted yeah, to okay. make sure everyone was up on their rules. Uh, let's hit some tweets. At Plank yeah. Show, at Stinking Genius One, at, um, at Fox Sports Radio. Nature Boy writes, new OT rule for the NFL. Have each team kick soccer balls through the goalpost. Winner with the most made field goals is the winner. Uh, Hulk Hogan for life writes, at WCW Stan. Great Twitter handle. I'm ready to anoint Matt Stafford a first ballot Hall of Famer. Thank God he stopped Tom Brady's 2021 you know, reign of terror. Matt Stafford has as many, almost as many playoff wins as the Cowboys have the last 30 years. That's right. <laughs> First, to, oh, here's another great um, at Cal, uh, at call no cow or Cal and no cow writes. This was also the first time that every game in the divisional weekend was a walk off. Now you you had the three field goals that won the game prior to tonight's right. game, and then the touchdown pass to Travis Kels in the corner of the end zone was a walk off as well. It's unbelievable. How come I'm not getting enough credit for calling last second field goal wins? I should. Should be bragging about that, Arnie. Great job in calling all. That's of phenomenal. The I mean, I picked. I, 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 come on now. I mean, geez, my picks have been phenomenal. 
<laughs> congratulations Thank on you. calling three of people four are games. making a boatload of money and nobody giving me credit for did he say the correct team or just there would be a field goal he just said there would no, be no a field no no i had, okay, I had rams I, so. I had rams beating tampa on a last second field goal Okay. Um, yeah, Tampa Titans, out, by the way. That means no repeat Super Bowl winner. 17th yeah, I, straight season. I did have the Titans beating the Bengals on the last second field goal. And, um, yeah, I had the Green Bay over the 49ers, though. Yeah, uh, you with, know. At least you yeah. called the play. I mean, yeah, that's almost as good as saying, I think there's going to be a touchdown pass in the game. Or there won't be. <laughs> Look, if you would have said that in the Niners game, you would have been smart. They- Arnie is actually Tony Romo because we heard it again tonight. <laughs> oh, that guy's coming in motion left. I think they'll go left. <laughs> nope. That kind of thing. You write about Tony, Mo, Tony Romo and his $12 million a year contract? Sager is uh, not, not a Tony Romo guy. Not ragging on the contract. You, If you or I got a, an offer like that, would we say no? I'm just saying that's not Hell analysis. No. If you're wrong nearly as often as you're right, guessing pre-snap, maybe you should just stop talking over the play-by-play guy. Yeah, wow. So I, I'm 0 for 1 in being wrong tonight, so to say here, let's not point a finger too terribly much. Um, <laughs> did you see the stat on Jimmy Garoppolo's postseason numbers when he yeah, throws uh, for like 100 yards or less? I saw a stat where he's he's like, what, 20 games above 500 against the spread and in uh, straight up, right? Yeah, there was some ridiculous number that was making the rounds last night. And we talked about tonight being a show where all you're going to see is like stupid numbers throughout the evening. Oh, here you go. In two playoff wins over the Packers, this is from our buddy Peter Bukowski. Okay. Jimmy G, in the two wins, okay, this is two games, not one, two. 17 of 27 for 208 yards and one interception. Total. Total. That's in insane. two games. That's crazy. How? Put it this How? way, he's had five playoff starts where he didn't run for a touchdown, didn't pass for a touchdown, and they've still won three of the five. I mean... What was the best thing that ever happened to me was the 49er Packer game. Why is that? Oh, now Aaron Rodgers definitely not going to come back to Green Bay. That's done. They don't have the cap room. They're, they're done, and now he'll go down to Miami. Oh, you think that the next choice for Aaron Rodgers would be to go from Green Bay to a rebuild in Miami? He just said he's not going to go. I didn't know Miami was rebuilding when we win what, like seven and one in our last eight, or eight and one in our last nine. Well, you you also lost seven in a row. Looked like lost seven in a row with Aaron Rodgers. I promise you that. (laughs) Okay, so you've got now, even though you're on the Tua train. Yeah, you're also going to have Aaron Rodgers. Hey, I could be dating an eight, but when a ten walks by, we may have to upgrade. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's how relationships work. Oh, that doesn't work that way. Uh, No, no, I I, I don't. I don't think so. Good luck, though. Thank you, thank you. He was on the dating game. He thought it always worked like that. Yeah, exactly. I got more quick tweets, and Todd Firm is going to join us. Fred writes, "I think this is an interesting angle." Fred writes, "Kansas City will be a thorn to Buffalo, like Buffalo was to the Miami Dolphins." You think back to the 90s, right before you and Beth started dating, yeah. right be- when the Buffalo Bills were good and you hadn't mushed them yet, what was the what was the problem? The Bills just couldn't, or the Dolphins just couldn't get past That was the, Bills. the last Bills, still the last Bills road win in the postseason when they won the AFC Championship at Miami, 1992 mm. season. Wow. They haven't won a road playoff game since. Wow. wow. Beth and I got married right after that. And they haven't done anything since, like even though they're really later. good. And they've got a they've, they've got a franchise quarterback. I told you she shouldn't have asked me to get married. That, there you, you go. You know, there, there's those teams, right? You think um, Oklahoma City in the NBA with Golden State, Sacramento with Hold the on. Lakers. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
your wife act proposed to you? Yes, yeah, my wife proposed to me. This all the time. Um, I I would Why? love to get Beth on to see if that actually happened. <laughs> it's true. Point. It's absolutely. She knew a good thing when it, when she saw it. Really? So she hasn't said she's been kicking herself ever since. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she's kicking herself. You sure that she just didn't feel sorry for you? <laughs> that could have been true too. Could have been it. Could have yeah. been it. Um, Whatever the what reason talk- was. Well, we she was about. fighting with Jeannie Buss over Arnie. So <laughs> Yeah, well, if you believe the revisionist history. Yeah. Wow. It's down to those two. I mean, it was Arnie or Steve Kerr. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and for those who don't know, Steve Kerr did steal Arnie's shine because he was a better basketball player than Steve yeah. Kerr. But he that got should have been me breaks. getting punched in the face by Michael Jordan. Right. Um, now Arnie but- expects to be on the bench for the Olympics. Boy, if he was, that would be hilarious. <laughs> would that I'd be watch. great? Right? Am I just I'd predicting watch. whenever that summer comes, you know Arnie's going to – how come I don't have that? He's going to look at the Olympic basket. How come I'm not on the bench? I'm thinking it's like a 25% chance that Kirk calls me up. But. It's a very needy man right here that we hang out with every Sunday night. But, hey, I mean, do you buy to that philosophy, though? That maybe now for – it's two years, right? So yeah. we've got a long way to go before we start making this, oh, it was like the Raiders unable to get past the Steelers and uh, whatever other game. Niners Peyton and Cowboys Manning went against back the and Patriots forth. Banning versus the Patriots finally broke through a couple times. I mean, is that – two seasons in, I don't think it's fair to – make that kind of proclamation. But I get the frustration tonight, Arnie. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be just yet, but uh, especially where they – oh, gosh. Aaron Rodgers 0-4 oh. against San Francisco. Is it like the Aaron playoffs. Rodgers and the Niners? And he's from Northern California. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, when we come back, we'll dive into what Todd Furman thinks of whether or not overtime needs to be changed. More of your tweets coming up on a busy Sunday night with Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Artie and Plank on a Fox football Sunday. AFC-NFC championship games are set. Early game next Sunday, Chiefs-Bengals late game. 49ers travel to L.A. to take on the Rams. Todd Furman 
joins us. So, Todd, I see, what, some early numbers around a seven-point favorite for the Chiefs and, what, three-and-a-half for the Rams? Yeah, seven and fifty-three and a half, more or less painted across the board for the early kickoff in the AFC. And when you look at the NFC game, the trilogy, so to speak, between the Rams and 49ers, you're looking at three minus twenty at some books and three and a half at other spots. You have seen a little bit of under money come in. That total opened forty-seven down to forty-six and a half. But good news for 49ers fans, it appears the X-rays on Trent Williams' lower body came back negative, and he, of course, will be a key component of their ground-and-pound attack against that Rams defensive front. Todd, how did the books do over the weekend with the four games? Um, I think they probably did pretty well, though. Yeah, I mean, the biggest decisions went their way yesterday. When you look at the, both the Bengals and, of course, the San Francisco 49ers winning outright in games that stayed under the total, I mean, those were the best-case scenarios for them. The two games today, uh, most of the books that I spoke to said they would have been happy if the games came in under the total. Uh, of course, we know the Rams and Bucks, and, of course, the Bills and Chiefs went over in relatively improbable fashion late. But as far as the sides were concerned, they were pretty split, 50-50, 55-45 thereabouts. So good weekend overall for most of the books. Uh, and I'll be surprised if anybody says something to the contrary when most report their figures tomorrow. All right, Todd, overtime in the NFL. Thoughts? You like it? You hate it? What needs to happen here? No, I'm actually a fan of it. I hated the old rule where it was just a field goal could win the game and you were kind of at the mercy of a coin toss. But my take has always been, and it probably puts me in the minority because we were deprived of what would have been a shootout with Josh Allen getting the ball back, that to be a good football team, you have to be strong in all three phases, offensively, defensively, and special teams. And if you can't get a stop and keep a team out of the end zone, do you really deserve to win a football game and Buffalo Bills fans I'm sure have plenty of gripes but the reality was they needed to kill 13 seconds of the clock in regulation and you don't have to worry about a coin toss in overtime you're given countless opportunities Uh, and my biggest take on all this guys is the fact that if you continue to extend overtime and you get into an NHL situation not quite sudden death but where does it stop after 15 minutes if teams are tied they have to play again we've seen college football adjust its overtime rules so players don't have to be on the field for as many snaps and the NFL game is bigger faster and stronger I think if a team has to play a full 15 minutes in the playoffs it is a massive disadvantage when you talk about moving forward adding an additional 25% of game time to any overtime situation Todd I actually agree with you I I think we have to keep overtime the way it is but we've gotten 50 million emails of people saying why didn't they squib kick it so when they touched it it would have run a second or two or maybe longer off the clock would would squib kick it helped in that situation you know I think it might have helped a little bit. I think it was definitely a viable option when you look at the potential scenarios there to not punt, to kick the ball through the end zone and give the Chiefs uh, an opportunity to start uh, on their own 25-yard line with no time coming off of the clock. Then the other thought process is, well, if you were out there and trying to defend in Buffalo, why do you not tackle all the wide receivers and take a a legal contact, pass interference, or defensive holding? But there are rules in place to try and limit that. I'm just having a hard time really wrapping my head around about what either of those teams was doing defensively in the final two minutes. You couldn't bring pressure. You had zero coverage. And we can even go back to the Rams-Bucks game. Antoine Winfield shouldn't be matched up in open space against Cooper Cup when that's the only play that can beat you. So a lot of snafus from these defensive coordinators and two in Leslie Frazier and, of course, Todd Bowles that are being thrown around as head coaching candidates in this particular coaching carousel. I know this is kind of a side road question, but since you brought it up and since Danny G and I are all in on the coaching carousel right now, is there a chance that that hurts a Leslie Frazier and a Todd Bowles in these interviews and these decision-making processes as for head coaches? 
Yeah, I mean, I always think there's a chance it can hurt because when you're going in for an interview and that's the first question that comes up, you know, why did you go with this particular coverage package that cost your team a chance to move on the postseason? You can understand completely. But for me, when I look at a lot of it, and I know this won't be popular because I'm an underbetter, I love defensive-minded head coaches. <laughs> if I'm an organization, I'm typically going to go in the direction where I'm going to err on the side of offense because I want my head coach to be the man that calls plays that can devise scheme. I can replace guys on the defensive side of the ball but there's nothing more debilitating than if I'm a defensive-minded head coach and I have a revolving door of offensive coordinators there because the scheme changes, personnel, and everything else. So you see it in the college football game. A lot of the most successful head coaches, at least now, are of that offensive mindset. Otherwise, you risk running the situation like Carolina is going through where you lose a brilliant offensive mind in Joe Brady because Matt Rule decides, well, you know what? I want to protect my defense. We're going to run the football, and you can go pound the pavement. Todd, I assume throughout the week money will come into Kansas City and push that line to seven, seven and a half, maybe eight, and money will come in on San Francisco and take the points. Already went from four to three and a half. Yeah, that number opened a little bit stronger than I thought. My number on the game was 3 minus 20 for San Francisco and the Rams, so we'll see exactly where the general public decides to bet it. This is the time of year, guys, where the public does have their say. There's only so much professional money out there, and books actually have to try and dodge some of the bullets that will come in from recreational bettors. So we'll see if Kansas City ends up getting pushed out to that 7.5 range. I have to imagine there are a lot of people that are going to be parlaying the Chiefs on the money line to the Rams on the money line, thinking that home teams will hold serve in games this magnitude but I also think it's seven and a half if Tyron Matthew is unable to go for Kansas City it's a much different dynamic for a Bengals team brimming with confidence playing with that underdog mentality and let's not ignore the fact that Kansas City didn't exactly run away and hide by any stretch of the imagination today what has been interesting though Arnie we saw the total open as low as 50 and a half we're now at to 54 but how yeah, differently yeah. the final score would have looked between Buffalo and Kansas City if Josh Allen doesn't convert on fourth and 13 Uh-oh. and we're talking about a 26-21 Finish mm. instead of forty-two thirty-six. By, by the way, to be honest, guess, how much do you look at the first game between Cincinnati and Kansas City um, when you're making your spread or you're making your pick, or that has nothing to do with what you think is going to happen this time around? No, I think it plays a role as far as public perception, but if you're going just off of the number, this is actually a value price for Kansas City when you consider they close as a four. Three and a half, four point favorite uh, on the road against the Bengals. If you adjust for home field and the magnitude of this particular game, then Kansas City would have opened it more than a touchdown. I think the other thing for the Bengals that's a little bit disconcerting is what can they do to make adjustments in eight days to protect Joe Burrow? Because you're going to get sacked nine times on the road at Arrowhead. You're not going to have the good fortune of playing an inept offense where Ryan Tannehill was Santa Claus a few weeks too, uh, two weeks too late, you know, giving the ball away in key junctures of that contest. So I actually think this could be a little bit more defensive-minded. I have some reservations about Cincinnati on that side. Uh, but still, fascinating matchups when you look at some of the star power in the AFC as far as young quarterbacks. And then, of course, a grudge match between two head coaches, one that has had the other's name in the late game on, in the NFL. By the way, when can I bet that will Tom Brady retire? When can I bet that? There's a good chance uh, that in some of those gray jurisdictions that you're going to have a price tag up tomorrow the same way that you will. Will Aaron Aaron Rodgers take his next snap in 2022? I think there's a number of different moving pieces that are out there as far as some of the marquee names. And then, of course, for Mr. Plank, does he have any insight in terms of the Raiders' willingness to pay Derek Carr before they have a head coach, or how do things change for the silver and black? So, in my opinion, a very different-looking landscape as we approach the offseason for the next 
National Football League. The other storyline to keep in mind, Sean Payton has talked about potentially taking yeah. some time away from the Saints and how would that domino also yeah. impact things. So should be fun and silly season like it always is, but thankfully we have three more meaningful football games before we go into nuclear winter that is known as the spring and summer as pertains to the NFL and college football. Am I okay to ask one now, Arnie? Well, my questions are usually better, but go ahead. Help yourself. (laughs) Greedy, greedy man. All right, hey, we'll let you go on this one, uh, Todd. We've seen home court, our home field, really kind of be irrelevant in these playoffs so far. I mean, we could see another San Fran takeover in L.A. this weekend. We know Arrowhead's going to be cold and rocky, uh, rocking. How do you kind of gauge home field this weekend? Oh, I, I think you can count on it, that San Francisco is going to be a sea of red. And what we saw week 18 in a winner-go-home game for the 49ers, I wouldn't be shocked if you saw more support for the 49ers in this particular spot, knowing how strong that fan base is up and down the California coast. As far as Cincinnati and Kansas City, we know that'll be 95% folks clad in red and yellow. It's one of the more electric atmospheres at Arrowhead. We saw how loud it was today. But to Joe Burrow's credit, I mean, this is a quarterback that's been unflappable early on and I think when you play with that underdog mentality sometimes you become very dangerous in these kind of spots the big fear I have for the Bengals and what I think will hold them back from winning this game outright is some defensive shortcomings and this is a monumental mismatch in my opinion between Zach Taylor and Andy Reid Amen. Todd Goodman, Bet the Board Podcast check it out wherever you consume podcasts and we'll talk to you again next Sunday night Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Uh, Looking forward to it. And can't believe a week from tonight about this time, Mm. we'll know the two teams playing for the Lombardi Trophy on February 13th in lovely SoFi Stadium. Thanks, Todd. Unreal. Thanks, Todd. We'll see you. As a matter of fact, the Kansas City Chiefs could be playing a quote-unquote home team for the second straight year, but I'll go out on a limb and bet that stadium would be painted red once again if the Chiefs are there next weekend. My Rams. Your Rams. Oh, there's a kiss of death. All right, Steve DeSager, get us caught up on everything going on in the world of sports. Steve? Among many amazing items I ran across is the stat. I mentioned on the previous show, apparently Josh Allen this year calling the coin toss had been 9-0 and this season. Mm. And then tonight, he lost the coin toss at the beginning of the game and lost the coin toss. You always call heads. You always call heads. My goodness. So, this crazy, crazy fourth quarter. And the Chiefs tie it. It winds up going overtime. Kansas City 42-36 the final, eliminating Buffalo in the divisional playoffs. First playoff game in NFL history that had three go-ahead touchdowns in the last two minutes of regulation. And then Patrick Mahomes, the game-winning touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey at overtime. Mahomes, four total touchdowns. All four games this weekend were just phenomenal, coming down literally to the final play. So now Andy Reid has coached his team into the AFC title game four straight years. Andy Reid coached his Eagles team into the NFC title game four straight years about 20 years ago. And uh, Bill Belichick does still have the record, by the way. It was eight straight years last decade with the Patriots into the AFC title game. The Rams will host San Francisco in next Sunday's NFC Championship on Fox TV, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. The Rams somehow are still alive because to lose four fumbles in a game and blow at least a 20-point lead and still win the game, that had literally never happened before in NFL history. Regular season or playoffs, the Rams are the first team to actually do that. So as we get to the rematch with the uh, 49ers, a team that has dominated them the last three years, 6-0 and record against the Rams, including the sweep this season. Three quick items from Pro Football Focus tonight of how the Niners beat the Rams twice this season. Point number one. They blitzed Matthew Stafford only 14% of plays, but still got pressure at about 40% against him. 
Point number two, the Niners succeeded torching the middle of the field. It was roughly 30 of 36 passing over 300 yards against the Rams down the middle. And point number three, how did Aaron Donald do against San Francisco in the two games? Well, his pass rush grade from Pro Football Focus against San Francisco was only 62. His grade was 93 against the rest of the NFL <laughs> this year. The Rams are alive because on a last-second field goal, they won at Tampa Bay 30-27. to It was a 30-yard field goal set up by passes to Cooper Cup with about 30 seconds left, a 20-yarder and a 44-yard completion as well. Tom Brady, one touchdown, two turnovers in the loss. The Bucks' home schedule next season, by the way, will include games against the Rams and Green Bay and Kansas City. If Brady's back and you have season tickets to the Tampa Bay Bucks, I repeat, you're seeing the Rams, Green Bay, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Seattle. And Tampa Bay will play at San Francisco and at Dallas. That's the Bucks schedule next year. Wow. In the NBA, Jason Tatum of the Celtics scored 51 points in a win at Washington. New York beat the Clippers, who are 23-25. and 25. Lakers 23-24 and 24 after losing at Miami. Down big, eventually lost a close final score, 113-107. And Anthony Davis did not play. Still out. He's missed over a month with a sprained MCL. The Lakers record their last seven games, 2-5. and five. Portland and Philadelphia with road wins, Atlanta as well, home victories for Dallas and Denver. Orlando, which was 8 and 39, beat Chicago despite 41 points from DeMar DeRozan. 114-95 the final. DeRozan had close to half the points for his team. Minnesota defeated Brooklyn 136-125. You know, Brooklyn first place team in the Eastern Conference. They were a half game over Chicago and Miami coming in. And the late game went to Golden State over Utah 94-92. Back to you. Mm. Thanks Steve. Um uh, One thing that has been kind of consistent on Twitter tonight that I've seen from Bills fans, and uh, for the 86th time I'm rewatching the highlights of the final three minutes of this game between the Bills and the Chiefs, the lack of a call of taunting on uh, Tyreek Hill. Did you have a problem with that? Because no, I no, he just had a thing with the he had a finger up there, right? It was no big deal. Well, it's his peace sign. It's taunting. I mean, if they want to, that that's I guess. Again, I don't think it should be foul. I think the taunting rules in the NFL were so dumb. But to make it an emphasis, this is what makes fans mad. You make it an emphasis all season long. It's been called in games that cost teams a win and a loss. I mean, we were talking about on a Monday Night Football game, was it the Bears that had that scrub linebacker we never heard of before that got called for taunting whenever he jumped up and down, and it ended up costing them the game. Now you're looking at a situation which is pretty obvious taunting, and you just let it slide. I get fans' frustrations. It's a stupid rule to begin with, but if it's a foul in week six, uh, week 15, why isn't it in the, the divisional round? I don't know. Oh, come on. Can you imagine if a game ends on like that? We'd, we, it, oh, hell would break oh, loose It would be right crazy. Now. It would be crazy. You're right. I, I completely agree, but it's just almost like we pick and choose whenever things become important to us. Not an excuse, Bills fan. I've seen it a lot all over the place. In fact, I, I, I'm getting I'm getting ripped. This is just a low blow by Katsumoto who writes, my God, no wonder Plank isn't verified. The Bills had a chance to play defense with 13 seconds left, then had a chance to play defense in overtime and failed. Nothing wrong with the overtime rules. Maybe blame the Bills players and defensive coordinator Allen and Holmes just wish they were as good as Tua. Well, Katsumoto, I mean, I, I don't know if there's been a listening problem tonight, but I'm not complaining <laughs> about the overtime. I don't have a problem with it at all. In fact, I like having the two different overtimes. Right. I wish there was a, a situation where you could have 
both teams end up getting a football, but getting the football, but nobody's a fan of like a ten-minute overtime period. No, no. By the way, I like our tweet from Rich Hordenberger right here from Fox Sports, who said he's filing a petition to move the Bills to the NFC so we can enjoy a Mahomes Allen Super Bowl. <laughs> we deserve it. So I, I have to, I'm going to back him up on that one. I'm going to go ahead and back him up. I, I think part of this comes from how smoking quarterbacks were to not only get their team to overtime, but how well they were playing. You know, go back to Mahomes in 19. We wanted to see him get the football. Patriots scored ball game. Uh, Josh Allen tonight. Wanted to see him get an opportunity. It's the rules. It's ball game. So, I, I, again, Who would you rather have, Josh Allen and, or Joe Burrow? Uh, Derek Carr. Uh, here's a couple of other <laughs> tweets that I want to get to real quick before we grab a break. And Sager rejoins us. In fact, it's the best way to stay in touch with the show. At Stinking Genius, one at Plank Show. Lou Riley writes, I bet the NFL changes overtime in playoff games so both teams get a chance to score. Change is coming. Tell Arnie the Rams have lost six straight games to the Niners. Yeah. Take the Niners plus the three and a half while you can. I'm taking the Niners plus the points, but the, uh, but the Rams win. Uh, Hammer and Hank writes, could you please tell Josh Allen and Gabriel Davis to quit their crying? It's a football game, not the Maury Povich show. Oh, jeez. Do people cry on Maury Povich? No, I, guess I don't they, think so. I, I, usually it's dancing is what I see. Usually when they're not the baby's father, they're happy. Uh, Brendan writes, two thoughts. Were the Rams trying to gift wrap TB12 the game? And second, I hope Cincinnati beats KFC in the AFC title game. So as a Raiders fan, I can say the Raiders were beaten in the playoffs by a team that earned a spot in this year. No, you can't play that game. <laughs> Just stop it. Well, hey, Brendan, the good news is whichever way it goes, the Raiders were beaten by a team that's going to the Super Bowl. It's just one team beat them with 90 combined points in two games, and the other team needed a late pick to pull it out. I've seen this play before, dude. I've talked about it a thousand times. Every time we hate on the Chiefs, they find a way to get it done. It took everything in them. I, I know that the Tyron Matthew injury. I think that uh, Todd was all over that. It's a big story, but right, and I right. just I think they're going to roll Cincinnati next week. And hope I'm wrong. Hope I'm wrong. But are you? I hope you're wrong too. I I don't. Want are you to buying roll. into Joe Burrow next weekend or no? I'm, I'm, I seven am. and a half. Yeah, I'm 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 taking the points and I'm, I'm probably going to pick them to win the game in an upset because I don't. Want, then, I just can't pick Kansas City. And then one more real quick. Wow, you don't like winning? One more from Emmett who writes, the game was zero defense at all. All the quarterbacks, um, Patrick and Josh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, balled out 70% completion percentage. Keep that in mind. Good point. When you're completing 70% of your passes, as long as you don't turn it over, you don't lose many games. And guess what? Neither one of these quarterbacks uh, did too often tonight or at all, right? Turn the ball over. Almost two hours, and we we haven't even had a chance to pick on Rodgers or Tannehill. My goodness, man, Tannehill, our buddy uh, Shady Sean just wants to get him Poor out guy. of town. Yeah, and I like it when everyone's like, uh, take Ryan Tannehill for Russell Wilson. Trade straight up. Uh, I think that's what happens, though, when you have a game like we had tonight with the Chiefs and the Bills. 42-36 in overtime, seven combined touchdown passes between the two QBs. It's it's hard to get into what we saw yesterday because what we just saw was so great. Uh, yes. we'll, we'll do it yes. to kick off our final hour. But when we come back, more numbers from the Zager, more of your tweets. It's a busy Sunday night. The championship games are set, and we're talking about them on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, it's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. Championship games are set. My gosh, we're all ready to that point in the show when Steve DeSager goes all in. What's going on, Steve? Well, still never before have the road teams gone 4-0 and in the divisional round, but we came awfully close. Uh. Buffalo was leading with seconds remaining in regulation and lost in overtime at Kansas City tonight. Patrick Mahomes had all that rushing early. By the end of it, it was seven carries, 69 yards, and a touchdown. So that's a career single-game high with the over 60 yards rushing for him. The only other career game where he'd had over 60 yards rushing was in the regular season against the Buffalo Bills, just for the record. And the leading rusher on the Buffalo side was their quarterback as well. 11 carries, 68 yards. Josh Allen did have almost 330 yards passing. So Mahomes finished with four total touchdowns, two key completions on that last drive of regulation. And remember going to that final kick at the end of the fourth quarter, Harrison Butker had missed a 50-yard field goal attempt at the end of the first half, but made a 49-yarder at the end of the second half to tie the game. The same guy who missed the extra point kick. And so by the end of it all, we wind up with each team five touchdowns, and the Bills had a two-point conversion. But Buffalo had no field goals tonight. Kansas City was three for four on field goals, including the tying field goal. And the thing that's going to gnaw at the Bills, no doubt, among many things, This was the top-scoring defense in the league this year. Unbelievable. They only gave up 17 points per game. They gave up almost that much just in the last five minutes, including the overtime. Buffalo easily had the top-ranked pass defense in the NFL this year. Only 163 yards per game. Mahomes was way over 363 in this game. So Kansas City deserved to win. The offense with over 550 total yards. That's about 7.5 yards per play in a game that went to a fifth quarter. 30 first downs for Kansas City. Mm. Combine all that offense with only one penalty and no turnovers for the Chiefs. And they're going on to the AFC title game, hosting it for a fourth straight year. Amazing. Against a fourth different opponent in these four years, by the way. These are the only four years that Kansas City's ever hosted the conference title game. Even when they were good in the AFL back in the 1960s, they never hosted any AFL championship games. Uh, The score tonight with two minutes left in regulation, was 26-21 Kansas City, which means we had a total of 31 points more in the next five and a half minutes That's insane. It was going to go under. It's if if the incredible. Bills don't pick up that, that touchdown with, uh, on fourth down, it goes under. So Kansas City's going to be home next week. They have a 9-2 and two home record, bringing on the Bengals 3 p.m. Eastern time next week. And then it's Rams-San Francisco in the late game on Fox TV, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time for the NFC title. And the Super Bowl will be in the Rams Stadium February 13th. Keep in mind, San Francisco has won six straight head-to-head against the Rams. They've swept them each of the last three years. Obviously, there has been this type of situation in NFL history many times before where you sweep a team twice and then you play them a third time. Yes, the team that sweeps does have a winning record when they play them a third time in the playoffs. Hardly sweep-level winning record. It's not a huge percentage, but yeah, winning record. Tom Brady, one touchdown, two turnovers, and the Tampa Bay Bucks are out because they lost at home to the Rams 30-27. to the Bucks in the wild card win, remember they were up 31 nothing in the third quarter. 
Today, they're down 27-3 mid-third quarter and still tied the game with about 40 seconds to go. Leonard Fournette was back off injured reserve, and he had two touchdown runs. Can't say enough about the offensive line that wasn't there. All pro tackles. He was tackles. just padding his stats, Bob Parker would say. <laughs> Tristan Wirfs did not play due to the ankle injury. And just as we mentioned on last night's show about the pressure that Aaron Rodgers saw and how different his passer rating is compared to when he's unpressured, it's the worst high-to-low difference of any quarterback, and he saw pressure last night and the Packers lost. Well, Tom Brady was pressured in this game, sacked three times. And I know Andrew Whitworth was out as well, and he's a starter, and he's still good. It's not a Pro Bowl tackle with the incredible like pro football focus type score that Worth had. It was just a little bit different game on the line for Tom Brady, and the Rams wind up winning it. The Rams' game-winning drive was five plays, 63 yards, in the final 42 seconds, and they used their final timeout after a sack on the first play of that drive, remember, but wow. then hit Cooper Cup two times, the spike, the field goal, game over. So Tom Brady and the Bucks go 0-3 against the Rams over the last two years. Last season, at home, Tampa Bay lost on an L.A. field goal with about two and a half minutes left. It was a last-second field goal today, and the Rams have now beaten the Bucks eight of their last nine matchups. Unbelievable wow. NFC AFC championship games set, and we had something in this year's playoffs that we didn't have last year. Some overtime games. So we'll look at the numbers and see if change is coming. In fact, we're in the locker rooms as well next hour to bring you all the post-game sound and more of your tweets. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, Twitter.com is on fire tonight as oh, we yes, kick off is. the final hour. So is the post-game locker room. We'll hit it all up with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. Without a doubt, the fastest three hours we've ever had. I cannot ever. believe this is the final hour. So I, I did a little digging. Yeah. And because you did not believe, or at least weren't buying the AP stats, right. that seven of the ten overtime games since the rule was changed. Seven of the ten? were one on a on the first possession. Right. So in other words, a team didn't get a second possession because right. said team scored on the first possession. 
I can confirm after digging through it thoroughly that number is correct. Wow. And do you want to know the first playoff game by my calculation that was decided since the rule changed on a walk-off touchdown? Do you know what game it was? This is great mm, trivia. Um, huh? No, huh? I don't. Nope. 2012, Tim Tebow and the Denver Broncos meet oh. the Pittsburgh Steelers on a walk-off. Unreal, right? It was right. after the 11th season when the rule had changed uh, into 2012 where the playoffs started. That was the walk-off. Um, the games in which both teams had possessions, the three that I found were the Baltimore Ravens and Denver Broncos in 2013. The um, Rams played a game in the 2019 playoffs where both teams had a possession, and the Bills and the Texans from the 2020 playoffs. How come I don't remember any, like, outrage like there is today, unless maybe it's just, you know, the spur of the moment type thing? I I think what it is, Arnie, is I think when someone's cooking – like what you saw with Josh Allen. By the way, that uh, Rams game was the New Orleans Saints playoff game. Remember in 19 where that at that point that led to a rule change with being able to challenge pass interference. That right, right. I remember, yes. One I remember season, that, yeah. right? Well, right? One right, year. Right. But I, it's a great question. I think part of it is you go back to the 2019 playoffs after the 18th season, Patrick Mahomes was cooking, right, in that game late. And – Patriots went down and scored, but you wanted the situation where the Chiefs could get the ball. I think that's why there's so much outrage tonight because the idea is, well, the Chiefs won it on a coin toss because if Josh Allen would have got the ball back, he would have scored too. Then what do we do? Kansas right, City right. probably goes and scores the next time it has the football as well. So I don't have a big problem with it. I kind of like that the NFL has unique overtime rules, but – I don't. I think my opinion is falling on deaf ears here this evening. Yeah, suppose you don't wave to the Kansas City fans like you won the game, like the Bill, like the Bill players were with 13 seconds left. How about you don't do something like that? Yeah, you know, um, that, that's that's probably a pretty good point. But I don't blame him. I feel pretty confident with 13 seconds left. Instead, uh, even though I have kind of seen this act before, as I say many times, I've been an AFC West team uh, fan for years. That's where my team is. I follow it incessantly. And I'm just going to break some news here. That's not the first time I've seen that from Patrick Mahomes. If there is even a second on the clock yet left, I don't feel good at all. So you can feel good with 13. Yeah. But I'm not celebrating. I might have to watch spiking the, any uh, any football to that point. I may have to watch the clock again. Make sure the clock operator did a good job on <laughs> on the last 13 seconds. Go for it. I mean, yeah. you got time during the breaks. The Chiefs Bills contest was the first playoff game in NFL history with three go ahead touchdowns scored in the final two minutes of regulation. Uh, three in two minutes. That's I mean, someone I got to find Mahomes stats since the two minute warning. We're crazy from tonight, but uh, great night. What, what do you, you want to hit Twitter or you want to hit some post-game sound? It's up to you. I'll let do you both. choose. Let's do both. There's okay, so much let, going on. Let's start with Twitter. Uh, Hawkeye Jess writes, the NFL, uh, NFL overtime rules, so stupid. Too much at stake in the playoffs for a coin toss deciding the game. Either team should get the chance to extend the game, and the Bills never got that chance. That's a very popular opinion but one that we probably don't necessarily Let me ask you a question. Is it stupid to say uh, if it's overtime is a continuation of the game, so whoever has the ball or whoever was supposed to get the ball, so it would have been the Bills' ball since the 
Chiefs kicked the uh, field goal at the end of regulation. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So instead stupid, of a coin though. toss. Right. Uh, but what if the game doesn't happen? Do you go back into the last score that tied the game? Yeah, uh, that's true, too. That's true, too. Nice have, it, it, it's a fair point. I, no, no, you don't go I back to the last to score. You just go back to when there's zero seconds on the clock. Who has the ball? Okay. Well, let, let me just come up with a scenario. What if a team gets the ball back with 30 seconds left and they don't have Patrick Mahomes and they decide I don't want to risk anything with no timeouts? Well, life sucks. I can't have it perfect every. I can't have it perfect every way, Chris. Come on now. (laughs) Uh, It's a good question from UCLA Dodger Frank, who writes: How the hell do you decide the game with a coin flip? Rock paper scissors or pick the highest number would be more intriguing. (laughs) Oh, could you imagine? All right, welcome to midfield for this uh, championship. We're playing rock, paper, scissors. Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. We'll go on three rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. Go. And he's like the best of three. Oh, my gosh. Should uh, be, you know, I've heard Colin say it should be the road team that gets the ball first. Why would that be? That kind of defeats having home field advantage, doesn't it? Well, you've if had home field advantage through the four quarters. And you go to overtime, haven't lost the game. Why would the road team get the advantage suddenly then? Now they get the advantage. Now you had the advantage throughout the four quarters of the of the home field. In other words, if you couldn't beat them since you're the home right. team in regulation, you get your crazy screaming fans, but you lose all of your, I don't know, uh, advantage. It's one way to put it maybe in that. I don't get that. Yeah. I mean, th- right. th- you've had the, uh, the screaming fans for – Four quarters, you couldn't put them away, so now they get the ball, and you still have your screaming fans. All right, well, then in extra innings in baseball, suddenly when you get to the tent, why not just have the visiting team be the home team? Uh, don't get me started with baseball. All right. Um, is baseball happening or no? Uh, Josh writes, should the NFL change overtime rules for the playoffs only? Have a, sacri- a subset of rules for the playoffs as opposed to the regular season? What do you think? Well, we obviously played to a – to a final, we don't play to a tie, so the the rules are a little bit different. Um, gosh, uh, that wouldn't be a bad idea, though. That might be uh, it depends on what you want to move it to, though. What potentially is your end game? I guess would be the question there. But eh, I don't know. I, again, like I said, I don't have too big of a of a problem with it right now. I'm surprised so many people are making a stink about the overtime rule instead of making a stink about the way. Um, Buffalo gave up a, a score with 13, uh, gave up a field goal with 13 seconds left. I agree. I mean, 13 seconds. And again, I, I've heard the joke. We've read it on Twitter all night long. That was as much time as Dak Prescott had on his final run, but Dak Prescott didn't have three timeouts in his back pocket That's either. That's true, yes. Uh, but I just, I mean, here's, how about this scenario from Robert? I, I saved this from earlier in the show. He writes, hear me out on this. Eight seconds left in regulation. Hold receivers at the line of scrimmage and don't let them run free. Clock runs down. Defensive penalty for holding is five yards. Instead, Kelsey is allowed to run open and gain 25 yards to set up the tying field goal. At the very least, two holding penalties would set up nothing more than a Hail Mary. You just as soon as the guy comes off the line of scrimmage, you're just up there and you're holding him and dragging him down. Well, but what you're doing that is you're allowing them a free play. So I would just say, everybody go deep and let's see if we could get a free uh, hail mary out of it. Well, yeah, but then the clock runs too. So that hail mary, you're throwing it up in the air. Thirteen seconds left. Okay, I see. But you're holding him up anyway to kill the time anyway. I think that that's a scenario I would like for someone to like graph out for me. 
Right. All right, right. let's go back and reenact this. Here's our computer model. If they do this, this, or that. But, I, I mean, how do you grab Tyreek Hill? That would be my question. Form tackle Travis Kelsey. He's a big dude. You might be able to get a hand on him. But trying to stop Cheetah, my gosh, Arnie, he's he's slippery, I think is a good way to put it. (laughs) Good luck on that. Uh, And then real quick, regular timeline, Hank writes, you play scared, you go home. McDermott was scared for a single play, and it cost him everything. He thinks the kick through the end zone was playing scared. Gosh. That would be something, though, if he came out in the postgame and said, I played scared. Don't know what else to say. I was I was scared at the end of the game. Well, you knew that Mahomes was going to get the ball out of his hands fast. So, gosh, where were the linebackers like 10 yards deep? Where were those guys? Uh, again, Arnie, these are all the questions as to why you should be a coordinator. I know. Why Why? Why am I doing this show with you instead of being a coordinator or a referee? I don't know. Um, anyway, here was a little bit of Sean McDermott postgame trying to explain what had gone wrong with his team down the stretch and their loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. But we'll keep your um, – we'll keep your – what am I trying to say here? Tweets coming at yeah. Plank Show at Stinking Genius 1. But now, you know what? Instead of Sean McDermott, here's Josh Allen talking about the difficulty of tonight and trying to overcome what was without a doubt an absolute gut punch for this franchise. It's tough to take in, but, you know, it's part of the game. It's part of the learning process. And we got to – again, we got to use this and figure out how we can be better and how we can, uh, you know, accomplish what we want to accomplish. I mean, I don't – no. Again, no, I, I no. understand that you made it to the AFC divisional game, but holy smokes, Arnie, I don't know how you recover from something like I, that. I got to tell you, I don't think I'd be very good uh, at the post-game conference I, I'd, if I was a, a player. I don't think I'd be that calm and collected, and I I think I'd have some color, colorful things to say. I, I don't think I'd be like that, you know? Uh, so, well, then here's here's Sean McDermott. You know, you move on and you try and get yourself to learn from it. And it stings. It, it, it stings. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It stings. Um, try to learn from it. I give you the middle finger. What do you mean trying to learn? I'm not learning anything from this. Well, again, Arnie, this is why you would be awful in a situation Gosh. like that. I mean, you just can't come in there and cuss all the time. Um, uh, one more from why Josh not? Allen. <laughs> well, because then you and I would be sitting here yelling. It's like, you got to keep your composure. you got to stay cool. What's wrong with you? Listen, take some notes from Josh Allen. It's just, it was tough, you know, to, to be in that moment. Again, had a lot of respect for, for Pat. You know, he throws a winning touchdown and, he comes straight over and finds me, you know, to, to be in that situation and to do that. That's, that was pretty cool of him to, to do that. And obviously it sucks the way, way it happened. Um, you know, we, we wanted to win that game. We had our opportunities and taking it all in and hoping, holding on to that feeling and uh, making sure that, you know, we don't, we don't feel like this again. Oh, he'll get criticized for not showing any emotion. Right now, now we're mad. Why aren't you upset? Why aren't you PO'd? Let's go. Real quick, here's Patrick Mahomes. We believe. I think that's the biggest thing on this team is we believe no matter what. Uh, offense, defense, especially, and that we can do the job in order to, to win the football game. Uh, I don't want him to win, please. Oh, he's going to. Uh, I, and then here's, I can't have it. Here's here's good guy Andy Reid who feels bad for his former defensive coordinator, Sean McDermott. My hat goes off to Sean McDermott. I know, you know, that's a gut-wrencher, but <clears> – <throat> We, we appreciate the competition. It was a great game and uh, for everybody to, to watch and to be a part of. So, And uh, then here's yeah, the other side. Thanks for that. Thanks for Andy telling me Reed. that. Yeah. One thing that I love about this team is they didn't flinch. They kept focus. Nobody threw in the hat and quit. Uh, they just kept battling. 
Yeah, I, that upset me so much. I just threw in my cup. I, I mean, 13, <laughs> again, I hate to keep coming back to this Bills fan. 13 seconds, Arnie. 13 seconds. It's ball game. You know, it's, it's kind of like saying you should have fouled on a three-point attempt sure. before they made it. You know what I mean? This one seems to hurt a little bit more, though, than your short pants game of basketball. This one seems to cut a little it bit. It does deeper because of the long-standing frustration. How about this before we break? Is there any doubt in your mind? And I know it's hard to play this game and and I get mad playing this game sometimes because you never know and nothing is guaranteed, but is there any doubt though that the Bills have the kind of roster that's going to be back? We're not complaining about salary cap situations. Yes, Brandon Bean just lost his right-hand guy to the Giants, but they have a good personnel department. Yeah, they might lose their OC or their DC to a head coach's job, but, I mean, personnel-wise, they still got Diggs. They still got Allen. Their offensive line is good. Got Ed Oliver and that defense that seems to be getting better. I mean, do we do we doubt that the Bills are going to be in a position where they could do this again next year? No, they'll, they'll, win, they'll win the division, like, for the next 10 years. They'll, be, they'll, right. they'll win every year for the next decade unless uh, uh, Miami gets Aaron Rodgers. So they'll enjoy it. They'll go to the playoffs every year. Some year they'll be a number one seed. They'll get the break there, and they'll have the advantage in their favor. They'll, they'll get to the next level. And this, just, that's, this just hurts bad. This one, this one hurts bad. All right, got more from the post game coming up and more of your tweets. They've been great tonight. And, yeah, we'll play a little bit of what we learned after the divisional playoffs next. Next here with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. Man, um, I thought we'd had all the best tweets for the night, but holy smokes, you guys caught fire during that last commercial break. How about Steve? Yeah, but it's the best way to stay in touch with the show at Stinking Genius One at Plank Show. Steve writes: Bottom line, you blew coverage to lose like the Bucks did, or you let Hill get loose. That's on you. No need to change rules. You screwed up. Own it. I'm pissed as a Buccaneers fan, but you left Cooper Cup alone. Bills, just stop him. No worries. He's right. You got to accept wrong. responsibility. You, you know, when you, you, you went ahead and you had 13 seconds left to kill and you couldn't do it. So, um, by the way, I was thinking about before the touchdown, they could have, you know, killed off some more time. But, you know, they're trying to score. So um, it just didn't work out for him. Gosh, yeah, I it's, just it's I'm still shocked. You know, my my feed is always delayed. Right. So uh, I was watching on on an app. And I'm sitting here kind of following Twitter, which is ahead of it. And when it said touchdown bills, yeah. I was like, oh, let's see this. So I watched it. 13 seconds left. No lie. I went inside to, from my office, my studio to grab something. I came back out, and they're lining up the game-tying field goal. And oh literally, my goodness. it was like, what in the world? That's how quick this thing turned. So, you know, you go rewind. It's like, how? And you rewatch it, and you what still. What was the first play? What was the first play, the – the first play was the um, was the McKinnon pass, right? And and he picked up about, gosh, let's look here. I've got the play by play 
right in front of me. And and, he, and how long did that take? Like um, five seconds? Uh, it had to be less than that. Yeah, the first play. Oh, oh it was a pass to Tyree Kill for 19 yards that took it from 13 seconds to eight seconds. Yeah, that's my point. How could you go 19 yards and take a snap, get the rid of the ball, okay. and race 19 yards in, in five seconds? I don't think that's possible even. Yeah, Tyree Kill's pretty fast. I know uh, that, but even just to get the ball, get the snap and the ball out of your hands takes like three or four seconds. Then with eight seconds left, Mahomes to Travis Kelsey – for 25 yards, right. and their timeout was taken with three seconds left. So basically, you had two plays that covered, what is that, math, uh, 44 yards? 44 yards in exactly 10 seconds. Let's make sure the clock started on time. I'm going to have to look back at that. Bro, that is, that's next level. And uh, here's the thing, you know, Michael Irvin, you've heard the promo now, the, the complaining about your, your star players didn't make the plays for the Cowboys in that game. How are you going to let Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill be the two guys that beat you if you're Buffalo? I, I think this is what Matt Verderan brought up earlier, and it's resonated with me tonight. If, if I don't know, Miko Hardman gets loose or Jerick McKinnon makes a big play, you're like, well, you know, that, that's, that's the way the cookie crumbles. You let their two best players make the three biggest plays in that game, and two of them came on that final drive. One, a 25-yard pickup that took five seconds, a 19-yard pickup that took five seconds. So you're telling – by the way, that's what's funny. The uh, the, the pass to Travis Kelsey took just as long as the pass to, uh, to Tyreek Hill. Right, right. Hmm. That's what I'm thinking. There's something, something's not kosher there. You know what I mean? Something's not right. Uh, I like this from ML Times who writes – why were they, this is you, Arnie? This is your X and O talk. Okay. okay, let's let's talk to you guys, not coaches. Okay. Why were the DBs and linebackers playing so soft? Exactly. The last three defensive plays, no one chipped or even cut low. It right. all falls on McDermott for the play calling. Allen couldn't have played better. He's right about that. Bingo, bingo, and bingo. He hit all three check marks on that one. But again, I mean, you're. I hate to – you're not expecting that tap with 13 seconds left. It's just unreal. Uh, and then Matt writes, because this is another thing that I think we lose sight of sometimes. If there's a lesson to be learned for the Bills, it's don't no-show in any game during the regular season. They lost to Jacksonville. Yes, they did. And that was the difference between being the two-seed instead of the three-seed. That blown loss to the Jags – Bit them hard. They would still have to go through Kansas City, though. You know what I mean? If there was only two teams left and they went out through, they'd still have to go through Kansas City. Would oh, no. you like their chances in Buffalo, though? They would have been no. They would have been. They would have been at home. Over right. right. They would have been at home. And then they would have probably, if they won, well, if they won even tonight, they would have been hosting the AFC Championship game. It. You know, it was funny on Friday. I was debating with someone about if this bye week was unfair. For the one seeds, right? Everyone's having to play except the one. By God, both those teams lost. So yeah, I'm the one. That's my thing. I'm the ones like, what an unfair advantage. That's why we got to add a team to to the playoffs. I hate when somebody gets the bye week. Uh, and then Man of Fitness, which by the way is a funny name, uh, two parter here. Arnie, I agree with you. Mahomes and Andy Reid are full of cliche after cliche, another after another. Just like Russell Wilson, I can't stand it. But one question: How does Leslie Frazier look now? 
as a coach, as a head coach. He's done a once before for my Vikings and was right. kind of a lame duck. Never been convinced that he's head coach material. I don't know. I mean, you you going to run out and hire him? He's the man that you have to have to ch- change around your franchise? Uh, uh, I think I'd want Eric Bieniemy to be honest with you. Right. I don't know. I don't know why he's not more active in this coaching cycle, but I you you want me to pick who I want as my head coach? Give me to Miko Ryans because no one seems to be talking about the fact that the Packers scored on their first drive last night and nothing since two bad coordinators don't matter. And maybe I'm having a conversation about Eric Bieniemy. It's a long way for me to get to Leslie Frazier or anyone who's failed before. Let me have these guys have a fresh opportunity running a team. Let me ask you a question. Do you think you have a Super Bowl caliber team right now? I mean, right now without any. In Vegas? Yeah. Oh, God, no. Okay. Suppose Bill Belichick was your head coach. Would he he take you to the Super Bowl? No. 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 You got work to do. That's why the general manager is probably more important to the head coach in a lot of instances. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, coaching matters. You know, well, Of course it does. But if Belichick's not going to get you there, then who's going to get you there then? Well, apparently Andy Reid, Zach Taylor, yeah. um, <laughs> Sean McVay, and Kyle Shanahan would be four that could get you there. I mean, listen, Bill Belichick has shown it. He got smoked last week by Sean Wouldn't that have been great if Lincoln, Lincoln Riley would have taken your job in Las Vegas? It's still open. I haven't seen that he hasn't said yeah, no to two an offer two, yet. Yeah. I am not going to take that job in Miami. Take it in Las Vegas. Well, listen, I, you know me. I love Lincoln. I have no hate. But the dude hasn't always shot straight with us, Arnie. So you never know. There could be a chance he slides into that mix. All right. Uh, let's mix in before we get to Sager in here. One quick post-game cut from, uh, well, we had a little bit of, home, of Mahomes, but he was definitely being nostalgic in the post-game. It's actually funny. Uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, I was talking to Mike Rimmers because he was in the Minnesota Miracle and he, the, the final play, scoring the touchdown, winning the game at home. And he was talking about how awesome the environment was. To be in this moment, this game against that team, and to make a play to walk off a game at Arrowhead, uh, I'll, I'll remember this for the rest of my life. Yeah, unbelievable. Touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey in the corner of the end zone. All right, uh, we got more audio. We got more tweets, but we're going to play a little game that we normally do. Um, and even though it's only three, four games to talk about after the divisional playoffs, we know this. But first, one final time tonight, Steve DeSager with a look at everything in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve? You mentioned the Bills' regular season. They won at Kansas City in October and then lost at Jacksonville in November. 9-6, to six, all field goals in that game. And you have the Buffalo team that was by far ranked number one in the NFL in total defense, allowing only 273 total yards per game give up closer to 573 tonight and losing overtime at Kansas City and the Rams blew a big lead and still got a last second field goal to win at Tampa Bay. Matthew Stafford yet another playoff win common these days. Stafford with his 43rd game winning drive of his career which is the most game winning drives of any quarterback since he entered the league over a decade ago including playoff games. As far as the Bills remember they made the AFC title game last year and lost at Kansas City. Buffalo got there because they had their first playoff wins since 1995. They had gone 0-6 in postseason until last year. But they meet the Chiefs again. Chiefs again win at home. In fact, this Chiefs team has won eight straight 
home games, including wins against uh, Green Bay, Dallas, Vegas, Pittsburgh twice, beat Buffalo tonight. 42. Remember when they used to lose at home during the playoffs? How great was yes. that? Yes. Huh? I remember Marty Schottenheimer had days. these great regular seasons and couldn't win in the postseason. <laughs> now you've got Patrick Mahomes, who throws for close to 5,000 yards, and the Chiefs routinely average 28 points a game. And remember, safety Teron Matthew left early with a concussion, and they still wind up winning in overtime. Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 150 yards, including a long TD with about a minute left in regulation. 42-36, the final in overtime. Travis Kelsey, the game-winning touchdown catch. He had eight receptions, 96 yards. And the Chiefs, most importantly, were able to get in position for the 49-yard field goal on the final play of regulation to tie it. Because Gabriel Davis did have four touchdown receptions for the Bills. A guy who had four in his first 12 games this season. Had a playoff record fourth coming with 13 seconds left in regulation. Buffalo led at the time 36-33 and still did not win. Davis with eight receptions, 201 yards. And Buffalo's five-game winning streak is over. Patrick Mahomes, four total touchdowns, including the game-winning TD pass. The Bills franchise has lost seven straight road playoff games dating back to the 1992 season. In fact, just the last five years, they're 0-4 on the road in the playoffs. One good thing for them tonight on fourth down conversions, four for four. And Buffalo scored touchdowns on their last two possessions. Both were 75-yard drives. But when you hear people say tomorrow, Buffalo didn't get a chance in overtime, correct them. The defense had plenty of chances (laughs) late in regulation and overtime, and that is part of the Buffalo team. The offense did not touch the ball in the overtime. Chiefs won the coin toss to start the game, won the coin toss to start the OT. Kansas City had the only possession of overtime, and it was eight plays, 75 yards in over four minutes game over. Buffalo next regular season will play at Kansas City. Buffalo's also playing at Cincinnati next season and the LA Rams. Buffalo's going to host Tennessee, host Green Bay in 2022. As for the Rams, they're going to be hosting San Francisco next in the Sunday NFC Championship game next weekend on Fox TV, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. The early game will be Chiefs-Bengals. Rams got a last-second field goal to win at Tampa Bay today, 30-27. to Bucks had trailed 27 to 3 mid-third quarter, but tied the game in the final minute. Rams had four fumbles, two by running back Cam Akers, and still won. Akers, 24 carries, just 48 yards rushing. But Matthew Stafford with 366 yards passing, two touchdowns, no turnovers. He had a TD on a sneak as well, while Tom Brady had one touchdown, two turnovers. In fact, the Bucks offense on third down conversions, three for 14. And Tampa Bay's offense, until the two late TDs, it was 13 drives, just 16 first downs. And remember, in the fourth quarter, Tampa Bay turned it over on downs two times Mm. and lost on a last-second field goal. Things to improve on for the Rams, red zone TDs, they were just two of five. This despite well over 400 total yards in the game, over six yards per play. Aaron Donald had three quarterback hits, including one sack. Can he be that good against San Francisco next weekend? We shall see. NBA notes... Grayson Allen of Milwaukee was suspended one game for his flagrant foul against Chicago. Bulls guard Alex Caruso will have wrist surgery and miss six to eight weeks. Boston got 51 points from Jason Tatum in a win at Washington. Golden State beat Utah in the late game 94-92, even though Steph Curry from three-point range was one of 13. Brooklyn beat Minnesota. Orlando upset Chicago. Miami beat the Lakers. The third-ranked Arizona Wildcats were easy easy winners at Cal, 96-71. And Arizona... These are the four things coming up this week. So football's not till next Sunday. Arizona plays at number nine UCLA Tuesday, Tuesday. nights. Yeah, but we have a lot of injuries, though. 
uh, a lot. Uh, there was one Couple. today that I was aware yeah. of. The Wildcats are 16 and one. <laughs> the only loss was at Tennessee. You know, Plyke looks like our coach. I want you to know that. Does he do really? I? Yeah, Can you I pass do. For him, the Gonzaga guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know anything about your coach. He looks just like you. Yeah, Major League Baseball labor talks due to resume tomorrow with a union proposal in person. Now, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony isn't until July, but we'll find out the writers' ballots on Tuesday this week. We'll find out if Bonds and Clemens get in. Doesn't look good for Kurt Schilling. It is looking pretty good for David Ortiz in the voting. We'll see on Tuesday. And U.S. men's soccer resumes World Cup qualifying Thursday night. In Columbus, Ohio, against El Salvador, temperature in the 20s. Not exactly Central American weather. Winter Olympics start a week from Wednesday. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Have a great week, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Steve DeSager. Also great to have Bobo back tonight. Danny G running the show. Thanks to uh, Matt Verderam and Todd Furman for hanging out with us. If you missed any of those interviews, you can find them on the podcast and also my test. I tested you early on. You passed the test on overtime rules. Now, with that in mind, Arnie, um, I do want to play a little bit of after the divisional playoffs. We know this, and right, I know right. that we're winding down here. And next week will be a weekend. Where we'll talk about the, the the Super Bowl will be set by this point next Sunday night, right? I mean, that's that's wild to think about. Yeah. And then we'll go into a week of talking about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Probably not the Super Bowl, but with that, Arnie, after the divisional playoffs, I know this. And I, I know this. Oh, oh, are you starting? Well, I, uh, go I, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I know this. The Titans are never going anywhere, uh, yet alone a Super Bowl, as long as they've got Tannehill as their quarterback. Did you get that meme I sent you where it says, yes. um, in the regular I, season, this is Tannehill, and he has a um, Titans jersey on, and then it says, this is Tannehill in the playoffs, and he has a Dolphin jersey on. So I, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, boy, are they coming out of the woodworks. That last interception was hideous, the third one. That cost him the game. He had a guy wide open underneath. His decision-making is atrocious. Um, they never should have lost that game. I, I, I just can't believe it, the way he's running that offense. He just does not terrible. look good out there. It was it was terrible in the postseason. And they had Derrick Henry back. And even when Henry wasn't necessarily running the ball all that well on Saturday, I mean, Dante Foreman. I mean, Foreman had 66 yards on yeah. four carries. He looked great. A.J. Brown looked great. And they just... They couldn't get it done. Um, it, here's, I brought this up earlier, and I think it's kind of a captain obvious, especially after the Saturday games and tonight. Uh, special teams matter, and specifically kickers. I mean, look at uh, Ed McPherson, a dude that was four for four. He was responsible for 13 of the 19 Bengals points on Saturday, including that ice, I mean, that just straight nails from 54 yards out to win the game. And both punters in that game were ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous in the Titans-Bengals game. I mean, listen, Harris Butker missed a field goal tonight, right? But it took some stones to make the game a tying field goal at the end of regulation, which is what, time winding down. Both punters were amazing tonight, even though they both punted a combined six times between the two of them, and that's it. Meanwhile, you look at the Rams, John Heck, Johnny Hecker was incredible today. Four punts. One of those inside the 20 and only the one touchback, but Gay hits the big field goal after coming up short from 49, which was kind of odd. And listen, we don't have to talk about special teams too in-depth today. Niner and Packer fans, you guys get it. All 13 points for the Niners, courtesy of their special teams. I mean, again, I, I know it's kind of a captain obvious thing. 
I don't know if this puts more money in the pocket of special teams coaches or kickers, but after this week, Arnie, if you don't have a good kicker, you're done so done when it comes to the postseason. Oh, that is so true. That is so true. Um, What I learned after today, which, by the way, I I pretty much knew about this, um, we are ripping a quarterback that is good against the spread, that's good straight up, that went to a Super Bowl, that wins playoff games on the road, and won't have a place to play next year. And I'm talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, my goodness, man. And I know we pick on Aaron Rodgers, but is there a better quarterback that we say can't play this game than Jimmy G? We Look, we pick on Aaron Rodgers, but we know we can play the game. He's been MVP. Is Is there a better quarterback that we say, this guy's no good, he shouldn't be the starter, than Jimmy G? I mean, we just continue to pick on this guy, Plank. It's because he doesn't wow us, right? Uh, I don't know what it is. He's a good-looking guy. <laughs> He's got that little salt and pepper going with the hair now. Um, I he like wins it. on the road. Beats That's the Packers. I, I, he's he's going to start somewhere next year. I just don't know where it is. Uh, and then Josh gets the last one in because I think it's along the lines of what you're thinking and talking about with Jimmy G. But it's also kind of wild because I don't know if he's considered in this territory. Josh Reich's. Um, after the divisional series, I know this. It doesn't matter what you have. Ten sacks or turnovers. It don't matter without an elite quarterback. You Oof. have to have one in today's NFL. Also, Matthew Stafford's an elite quarterback. We're going to admit that, right? Stafford, Garoppolo, Mahomes. Pat Stafford, Burrow. he just pads his stats. What are you talking about? But then again, though, too. I'm kidding about that. I, I, I know you are. Aaron Rodgers is elite. Josh Allen is elite. And, I mean, they just, what, got bit at the hand of another elite quarterback? I, I don't know. Tom Brady's elite. And yeah. he's not there either. So, it was a fa- – I, I love today for all the grinching and mourning you people did after last yes, week. Yes. It we was did fun a to have a day like yeah, today. we did all a right. whole bunch. Uh, the, we'll, we'll finish it off with the best tweets of the night, plus Arnie's picks to wrap it up on a fun Sunday night here on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Fun night, fast night. Here's the schedule for next weekend. AFC, NFC championship games. The Super Bowl will be decided by the time we log on next Sunday night with wow. you here on Fox Sports Radio. That's 
Still crazy to me. Um, AFC Championship game up first on CBS at 3 Eastern. Bengals, Chiefs. Wow, seven. Now, didn't we talk about seven and a half early in the show? It's already down to seven? No, no. Um, it's uh, It opened but, up at six and a half and went to seven. Okay, okay. So, Bengals, Chiefs, seven point over at 53 and a half. Then it's 630 on next Sunday night. 49ers and the Rams. Rams currently as a three and a half point favorite over under set at 46 and a half. So before we wrap this up with some of your tweets and some final thoughts from the locker room, it's what you all came for tonight. It's Arnie's picks. Take it away. Stinking genius. Give me a little music. Put me in the mood. Let's get right at it. Uh, We got two games on Sunday. As you mentioned, three o'clock Eastern where Kansas City opened up as a six-and-a-half-point favorite, went to seven. By the way, as Todd told you, the over-under opened up at 51, went to 53-and-a-half, and and I see a couple of 54s out there, and that's going to climb all weekend. Now, I know Cincinnati won the first time around, but you can't expect uh, Burrow to have a game like that again. There's no – and Chase either. Um, It's just not going to be realistic. Kansas City certainly gelling on all cylinders. Kansas City – Look, they're the better team. I so badly want Cincinnati to win, and there's something in me that says they're going to play their best game. They look so good today. I'm going to pick them 37-34 over the Kansas City Chiefs and go with the upset there. The Rams and San Francisco, and boy, are the Rams snake bit against the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams are a four-point favorite, now down the three-and-a-half, even some threes out there. Over under 47, that's down the 46-and-a-half. I like the over. I think the Rams finally beat that jinx. They beat the 49ers 27-24, so take the four points, but the Rams advance to the Super Bowl. Play at home. So, is that it? No college basketball. Picks no, I got, for this I got, week? Well, I got one. Arizona oh. UCLA <laughs> ah, on I Tuesday. My Arizona Wildcats playing the Bruins, and I would think that the Bruins are going to be a slight favorite, like a three-point favorite. Now Arizona does have a couple of injuries, but we're playing some good basketball right now. I, I don't like that. Uh, uh, we may be a little tired. We were up in Stanford on uh, what was that uh, on Thursday today against Cal. And now Tuesday back in Los Angeles against UCLA. But they should be able to get through it. I like my Wildcats by double digits over the UCLA Bruins. Come get your beat down. There you have my picks. Do with them as you please. No longer strictly for entertainment purposes only. Oh, clap, Thank you, thank you. For the sake of me, because I may have really zoned out when you were talking about the Bengals Chiefs, did I hear you correctly that you want to pick the Bengals um, but and I am picking the, the Bengals. Oh, you no, are? Okay. 37-34 Bengals over the Chiefs. I think I even said that, and I didn't write it down. And then you've got the Rams hosting the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Now- the Rams and the Bengals. What a Super Bowl that's going to be for the people out there in Los Angeles. We will be so, um, I guess, on full of Joe Burrow cool stories if that happens oh, in the geez. next two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Are we hey- doing the Super Bowl again this year? Well, I might actually be in town, it looks like. I'm going to be in L.A. I'm in L.A. for the wow. Super Bowl. We'll see. I, I, wouldn't it be something if finally we could do the show and I would actually be ahead of you because I was able to do our Fox Sports radio show live from SoFi Stadium? 
I'm sure there's some sort of broadcast legalities that wouldn't allow me to do that. Yeah, but I think that's the only way. I, that's the only way my feed would be ahead of yours. I think that's the only way. Put me on site. But, yeah, we're a couple weeks away. Oh, Next wow. Sunday night, we'll know the Super Bowl. All right, do I, I think I have time for a couple more tweets yeah, yeah, before we get out of here. And, listen, great to have Bobo back. Uh, awesome, as always, to have Danny G in the house. Thanks to our guest, Todd Furman and Matt Verderam. If you missed him, you can find him on the podcast page. And to say you're awesome, as always, on updates. All right, UCLA Dodger Frank writes, the only thing that can measure up to the last two days of the NFL from a sports adrenaline junkie perspective would be the first two days of the NCAA tournament being filled with buzzer beaters and upsets. I think it surpasses that. I don't know about you. I think it surpasses that. It probably does. I'm and I'm all into the NCAA tournament. I love that stuff. I oh, love and, it. Yeah, the buzzer beaters, but yeah, this has got to be better. Um Fred writes, that game between Buffalo and Kansas City is so Buffalo. Only Buffalo has zero playoff luck with all their history. If that was my Dolphins that lost like that, I'd be breaking down in tears. You, would you have not shown up tonight? I'd ask Good the question, how, how do you stop Kansas City? Robert writes, KC without Tyreek Hill is how they're stopped. Without Tyreek, they're just good. And Victor wraps it up. Best week you never. The Super Bowl was played tonight. Wow. Thankfully, that's not the case. And we yeah, get to do a show next that, Sunday night though. with the AFC and NFC Championship game. Have a great week, Stinking Genius. You too, you too. For Bobo, See for ya. Danny G and Arnie, I'm Chris Plank. Big Ben is next on Fox. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 